Hey guys, Michael here. Um, a little bit of a weird uh, episode coming up. Um, so we had a live event um, this past weekend in Bloomington, Indiana at Red Door Church. It was awesome. A ton of you guys showed up. We had people drive from uh, 12 and a half hours. So it was it was pretty insane. Um, so uh, you may have heard us talk about it in the show in the past. Um, we've had some audio issues um, where the computer stopped recording. Um, we usually lost 15, you know, uh, 20 minutes. Uh, the max we'd ever lost was 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 30 minutes. Um, and uh, Saturday was no different. Uh, the computer um, quit working uh, a couple times during the broadcast, um, during the event. I don't even know why I said broadcast. We didn't really broadcast it. Um, anyway, so, um, we thought things were great. And then, um, the very next morning I opened up, um, our recording software and, uh, discovered that all the files were corrupt. Um, and kind of our worst fears came true. Um, we had also set up a secondary recording, um, device in the room, um, just to kind of capture it in case of worst case scenario and, uh, come to find out that our backup plan actually failed as well. Um, so we were, we're, we're kind of screwed, um, to say the least. Um, thankfully Becky Seville of the Twisted Sisters, um, had, uh, graciously offered to live stream it, um, to the people inside the pastor's pub. Um, and because she was able to do that, I was able to rip that, uh, the video that she live streamed, um, into, uh, into an audio format. Um, so what you're listening is definitely not a listening to is, is definitely not a produced, um, production of, of what you would get out of a normal and glorious pastor's, um, episode. Um, it is a live stream, uh, audio. It's not linked into the soundboard at all. It's terrible in some spots and, and we really, really apologize for that. Um, huge thanks to Becky Seville, um, for recording it. Um, but that, uh, is what you're going to be listening to. Uh, normally if this were a different situation, uh, situation. We may not actually even release the episode. Um, but because so many people drove to the event, uh, we felt it was important to, to share it with you guys. Um, in other news in related news, uh, we have decided to, uh, start a GoFundMe so we can get a new computer for the podcast. Um, there are some different rewards we're offering, uh, for a t-shirt. It's like $40. Um, you get a t-shirt, um, and also support the podcast. It's not about the t-shirt, but um, we wanted to give you something if you helped us out towards getting a new computer. Um, you can also uh, have a conversation with the pastors. Uh, that's one of the options. And then uh, another option is me uh, writing you a song. So a 30-second song. So if that's something you're interested in, or if you just want to help us uh, get to... Uh, a better place in terms of sound, um, please uh, go to our Twitter or our Facebook, um, and we'll have the link um, pinned to the top of both of those pages so where you can support us on uh, GoFundMe. Um, again, huge, huge thanks. Uh, and another thing I should mention is that 
these uh, these clips um, are not it's not the entire episode. So Becky's phone died a couple times, so you're gonna miss a little bit at the middle, um, and then at the end you're gonna miss some of that stuff too. So uh, I'll come back and talk to you uh, whenever we hit those spots. Um, but until then, I hope you enjoy this. And again, sorry for the for the poor quality. Uh, hopefully next time it'll be a little bit better. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have to do it, don't we? Yeah. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Glorious Pastors Podcast. Where <laughs> news and how we are live at Red Door Church in Portland, Indiana. Live! Yeah, you guys hear that? That's, that's people here. It's uh, not just us in our mass basement. <laughs> My name is Michael Basinger, with me are Matt Polly and Hello. Brad Polly. Hi! And together, we are the Glorious Bastards. I went to that really fast because I wanted to do a roll call. Bring it oh, back. Oh, we're so, gonna go. Um, they already know we're here. Wait a second, they already know we're here. Matt, are you here? Present. Brad, are you here? Present. Lucas, are you here? Here. Brandon? Yeah, I just want to make sure that everybody's here. Everyone who responded, Brandon. Want to make sure everyone RSVP'd that's here and said they were going to be. Joke. All right. Uh, announcements. So. Do we have any? Yeah, we do. Oh. A um, couple. So we Pastor, have a pastor's live starting now. Yeah, pastor's live starting <laughs> five seconds ago. Um, we last week, um, I got a message from the wonderful Nathan Miller West, and he's at, at Namway Design on Twitter. Um, he sent me a box of official pub membership cards. So if you they are look really good, yeah, yeah, it's legit. So if you are official, an official turd, our plan on being an official turd by supporting us on Patreon.com/slash Pastors Podcast. So you can do We will we will hand one of those out. If you're listening online and couldn't make it, we will mail one out to you. So it feels weird to have to like talk to it's you guys really and weird. talk to it is. the internet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> talk to Jesus. Talk to him. Yes. And Jesus is here too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're gathered. We're sure about that. Yeah, well. Yeah. We didn't see Jesus, Jesus and Wiki. Jesus used out about an hour ago. <laughs> He's like, I'm tired. I'm out. Um also, uh um other big news is we are starting a wiki. With uh, Pastor Historian Huff the Magic Dragon. Pastor. It's it's called uh, Pastorpedia. So it's going to have all of our show notes, everything on there. So if you want to go back and help out with the and who doesn't? Yeah, who doesn't want to go back and listen to our podcasts and and write things down about it? Also, oh, it's going to have all those archives and stuff. Well, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna finish. It's a Wikipedia, so people add to it. So that dozens of people can visit it. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. It'll be huge. So we've got a skeleton. You anything done today. What have you been doing all day? Uh, yeah. yeah. Media. It's yeah. cool. like six hours going through show notes. Yeah. Um, if you'd like to uh, to join the Inglorious Pastors Preservation Society, um, slide into my DMs. Yeah, that's the Back to the Future reference. Uh, okay. That's good. Thank you for that addition. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, what are you guys drinking? Oh, I'm having the Lagunitas Little Something Something Ale. It's a, it's a terrible name. Good beer, though. I don't know who brought this. Anybody who brought this? Oh, hey, good work. It's delicious. And it's 7.5%, so we're going to want to move this along. Yes. So. I'm drinking um, 
old leg humper. <laughs> that, that was intentionally given to you. Know that, right? It yeah. is a um, a robust porter, and it's, it's a, just like yourself. <laughs> so many legs. So, so many legs. Thank you. So many legs. So little time. Also, before I forget. Uh, so you have papers and pens on your thing. If you want to write down hashtags, and we're going to play a game later, I'll explain it. But um, if you want to write down hashtags, hashtags, we'll, we'll take some from the, from the audience, because I don't really want, I'm not going to do it this time. <coughs> yes. Awesome. If you need more. I'm also going to be having a uh, Devil's Harvest APA, American Pale Ale from Southern Prohibition Brewing. And where is this from? Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Yeah, buddy. Right. Never had a beer from Hattiesburg, Mississippi, so no, I'm assuming it tastes like racism and closed-mindedness. <laughs> wow. Well, do we have any listeners from Mississippi? I think we do, actually. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, you're, you live in Ohio. I live in Ohio from Mississippi, Dick. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I thought you were from Texas. It's a long story. It's a long story. Okay, well, okay. Let's just let's just talk about let's just talk about story. Story. Yeah. Start start when you were an embryo. Come on. I was a young man. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, you have you have multiple Twitters, right? Or do you just have one Twitter? I have uh, three Twitters. He has three Twitters. So Adam Whosoever, is that your Yeah, that's me. That's at, still you. At real Donald Trump. Uh, <laughs> you can also find him on Um did you did we go through yours? No, you didn't right. me out like for it. We usually do. It's you like, don't care what happens. Not really. When you ditch setting up and go get drinks, that's what you can expect. <laughs> just just say it. You go ahead. Go, for go it. on. Uh, I'm doing the hopped up and hopped up and horny uh, from yeah. Horny Go Brewing Company. I've had this before. Um, that's it's really good. Then I'm having uh, Jack, <laughs> Jack the <laughs> Jack the Sipper uh, from Southern Prohibition Brewing. You see what they did there? <laughs> Yeah, 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 I got that. I caught that. I caught that. All right. All right. Uh, so, can I, can I do something real quick? No. A couple thank yous. No. Oh my gosh. Thank yous? Okay. We're MC, I got have whatever. What do you got to do? I, I guess we have, more, we have more drinks. drinks. More drinks. Oh, okay. because God knows we don't have enough. Okay. okay. So we have um, more to drink. We have to drink more. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Becky from uh, Twisted Sisters is here. Um, her and Amanda's is supposed to be here, but she didn't. She's somewhere uh, near Indy, probably. She, she just won't be here soon. She doesn't understand all time so far. <laughs> yes, she will be here soon. Uh, but but um, the third uh, twisted sister, uh, Callie, sent us a gift and a, and a lovely little note. So I'll let you take that. Okay. And then uh, I'm gonna read the note. Am I allowed to open? Yeah, this? you can open that. Hmm. Please don't be shots of vodka. Please oh don't be God, shots of vodka. <laughs> it's shots of something. <laughs> Here's a shot glass for you. This is bad. Alright, so we're going to fill that up with this. So you're making us drink more than yes. Cali. Well, I mean, we got we to break open you know, the last time I drank a bunch of different alcohols, I woke up throwing up into my mouth in the middle of the night. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what you really see, have that to look for. You see how we suffer for you people? Yes, <laughs> it is. It's, somebody has to do it. Yeah. Um, so Callie wrote us a note, and it said, uh, Dear boys, please know how much I appreciate all you're doing for the sisters. You guys are the best, and you saved me in a time where I felt 100% alone. So, Thank Callie. you, Callie. Thanks, Callie. Well, now I feel like a dick. No, no, no. You should, you should hey. probably, oh, sorry. 
This one. This is good. Right, that's good. That's good. Nope, I'm filling it up. All right, so let's do shots. Okay. Oh. Cheers, everyone. Dude. Cheers okay. to you guys. Uh, All right. It's really smooth. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Kelly. Well, I'll be taking an Uber home. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Seriously. If you'd like to buy us around, password's pub. Not tonight. Not right now. <laughs> not, not tonight. Tonight. Yeah, later, later, later down the road. Yeah. Um, support us on Patreon for one dollar. Matt is literally just, you're just ready for those announcements, aren't you? Oh, I'm going to just wait on you to be done. All right. Things discussed in the pub this week. Per um, The Myers-Briggs personality test. Uh, we have a shit ton of INFJs. Everyone's an introvert, so the fact that anybody has talked to anybody tonight is pretty astounding. Great job, guys. I thought it was going to be like a junior high dance where it's just like hands in your pockets and awkwardly staring at the floor. Yes. Or also knows Matt's dating life. Yeah, well, thank you. Uh, well, they didn't have the awkward erections necessarily. <laughs> That's probably true. Someone write that down. Awkward erections. Yeah, I'm just We're ten minutes, 10 minutes in, we already have our match Okay. Um, also, uh, job interview prep. Uh, Harry Potter plot holes. Uh, chocolate from Uranus. Thanks to Betty. Yeah. And a breakdown uh, into the making of the Into the Newsfeed bumper. So. There was also quite a bit of uh, I don't like Donald Trump content. Well, I was going to. It's own. Like, I, I'm trying to keep track of. Hey! Um, trying to keep track of, I'm just going to do that to everybody watching. <laughs> it's cool. Um, Can we just yell Norm like on Cheers? Norm! Norm! Wait, just Cheers. Anybody remember Cheers? Yeah. yeah. I, didn't know. I don't even remember what I was saying. I, nobody cares. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, I was going to keep track of how, how long it takes for us to get into a podcast before mentioning Donald Trump. We oh, made it pretty was, far on last podcast. That was about five minutes. Yeah. So. Not long. Hey, are we still no. recording? Uh, let me check. <laughs> yeah, we're good. We are good. That's good. Why don't you just keep that up so we can... Yeah, just keep that up. Yeah. Well, I have to look at the notes. Okay, what's next? Bro, side in. Can we do news feed? Um, can I do my thing real quick? Oh. Yeah, he's got to do his thing. I want to do thank yous. Okay. I want to be nice to people. Go ahead. Um, I want to say, first of all, thank you to our wives. Yeah. Two of the three are here. Yes, Sarah is home with the chitlins. Um, Puddle Glove and the White Witch. Yes. Puddle Glove and the White Witch, yeah. But thank you for giving it, letting us like basically dick around two for two hours of night every Wednesday. Yeah. Um, and also a special thank you to my wife. She's sequestered to her bedroom every, every Wednesday <laughs> with our seven-year-old son. Um, and basically, she comes down in like the middle of recording. It's like Death Stare City. <laughs> Um, but so thank you, thank you to all our wives. Thank you, Beth, for sequestering yourself in our bedroom. Um, just, I'm sure it's really rough not being around you for two hours. Yeah, it's really, the worst part of her week, I'm sure. She, what are you doing tonight, Beth? That's, we call it vacation. <laughs> Every Wednesday from seven to nine. Um, also, thank you uh, to Red Door, Lucas. Thank you, Lucas. Yeah, thank you, Lucas. For, uh, Housing this abomination for. Uh, <laughs> uh, we apologize. We're going to invite in a priest to like yeah. look around holy yeah. water later. Yeah, we'll bring anointing oil. Yeah, of course. Uh, and then I, I want to say a thank you to Michael. Actually, yeah, I'm going to be nice to him at least for Aww. a few minutes. Thanks, buddy. Um, this whole thing was his idea, like quite literally. We fought him for like a what a year, a good six yeah. months. Yeah, it was a while. Yeah. Um, he does all the recording, he does all the posting, he does all of the editing, he does all of the... We show up and make fun of him. That's pretty yeah, much our job. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> really well, guys. Yeah. Pretty much our job. So, thank you, seriously, thank you for doing this. Like, it, 
this doesn't happen without you. So. I don't know if we're recording. Like, I can see out there. It, it, it's like not moving very much. So hopefully it's working. Did you have the other thing recording, right? Is it recording? Did you not hit record? <laughs> it's a professional organization. Oh man. I really hope that's working. Yeah, man, it's only recording. It. <laughs> All right, it is now. Well, I, it's like moving a little bit, but not like it's intermittent. Oh, that's good. Check, 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 check. Oh god. Yeah, it's not. Fantastic. Yeah, we'll see. Right. Yep. This may just be so you, 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 needed, needed, you needed to be here. <laughs> yes, you had to be here. Yeah, you had to be here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's not great if we have to record another podcast on Wednesday. Not really. <laughs> no. All right, cool. So, <laughs> you have anything else? No, I'm good. All right, um, let's do this. Artistic stylings of Andy Moore. Yeah, that's right. Can we, can we talk about the fact that like he drove from ten hours, like ten hours away, to come yeah. out here and how Becky Bell drove like twelve hours from yeah. the podcast? For those people who drove a distance, what the hell is wrong with that? Who does that? You guys, you guys know we're recording this, right? It's going to be out on Wednesday. Like I love, yeah, Rob, maybe, maybe. I love Rob Bell so much, I wouldn't drive to Oklahoma to see Rob Bell. It's so, like, crazy. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. What uh, newsfeed? What do you got? Oh, I know you. I know you're excited. Go ahead. I mean, just I just all I need to do is really just read the headline. Uh, man says his 18.9 inch penis is a disability that forces him to live off food banks. Wait, wait. It is. <laughs> It just writes, it just writes, it just writes. Oh, God. I didn't say centimeters. All right. Um, so, uh, this is the man with the world's biggest penis. His name is Roberto Esquivel Cabrera. He's from Mexico. In England and Spanish, or it translates as Matt Polly. <laughs> just let him go. Go ahead. You done? Just let me know when you're done. Okay. All right. Fantastic. So, this guy is. This guy's 50, 54. 54 year old. Uh, he's got a. I like how you didn't say who until he was age. You were like, I can get on with that. He's 24. He's 24. Ooh la la. But, you know, 54. Oh, God. So this guy has a half meter dong. Um, so uh, he claims that he cannot work because his penis is too large. Holy shit! Okay, so this one. Oh man, this picture. For real. I got this bookmarked earlier and I scrolled. I was When I was reading this, I scrolled down, swear to God. I'd say you can't see it from there, but <laughs> it looks like he has a medieval base in his hands. I'm sorry, sir. You can't carry. I'm sorry, sir. That yeah, he goes through it like wait, 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 wait. You can't carry that cudgel on the plane. 
Did she? Did it stop recording? Yeah, of course it did. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's the Lord. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We'll just splice it together. Nobody cares. Okay, so are you recording yet? No. Oh my god! Seriously, take up a collection. This man needs a new computer. No, nothing. I hit the button and it's just not moving. Oh god! There's and now the wheel. Thanks, oh, guys. I hate your computer. So yeah, that computer can pretty much eat me. There we go. Hey, we're back. Hey, we're back. Hey. Okay. Right. So, a uh, half meter dong. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where we were. Uh, it, it literally looks like a weapon inside a guy's pants. It goes down to his knee. If you couldn't tell from the picture, this will be on the. Uh, this will be on the feet. Oh my God! They have an X-ray of it. I just <laughs> know. Look at the freaking X-ray. Oh my God. That's a problem. I so I mean I, I think I'm siding with uh, with Mr. Uh, Cabrera. I, that, that's a disability. Like yeah, it's got to add 15 pounds to drag around during the night. I don't know. 15 pound dong. Jeez. I need to lose some weight. Well, it would just take a simple operation. Look at look at that shit. <laughs> Oh, I, it, yeah, I don't know what else to say. The guy's got a, just, oh my, I didn't see that. There was actually nudity on the link of the post. So, I didn't see that earlier. Rather than just like oh, no. slow down all the way. Well, no, well, we'll not show that. Yeah. Um, for all the times I sent you guys the post. We'll pull me. Not you guys. I'll tell you what. We'll post the link and, uh, and we'll just let you use your own discretion on that one. Holy oh, crap. Scroll about halfway down if you know oh, what's good my God. <laughs> the good wow. news is it is recording better volume sound. That's Sorry. fine. Um, you know, feel free, I guess, when you read that to salute. I don't know what else you do in that situation. <laughs> say a prayer? I mean, Mr. Cabrera, and, I mean, you know, live off, have a huge dog and live off the government. That's, I guess, the, the moral of the story. So. <laughs> I, I don't know how to move the microphone. They call it a human tripod. <laughs> you know, here's, here's the thing. I saw the story and I bookmarked it. And I was like, man, I'm yeah. not sure I really want to even use when this I book, When I bookmarked it, I'm like, somebody's going to do this. It's gonna, so well, no, I was like, I'm not sure I can even go well, as far as this story. But thank you for doing that. You're welcome. I'm glad you did. Take one for the team. <laughs> we're, it, it just stopped recording again, but we're just going to keep going with that. Sounds cool. All right. Yeah. Sure. Ahead. I'm just gonna hit record and then I'll check okay. it over again. So <laughs> mine is also um, penis related. <laughs> sure you'll find that. Sure you find that shocking. <laughs> Plane passenger unimpressed by extraordinarily phallic in-flight meal. <laughs> what is that? It's a, so it's a, what it's, is that supposed to be? It's a root a rotten sushi roll. It's a root vegetable. So. It's a Qantas flight from Sydney to Brisbane. <laughs> what kind of root vegetable is that? The passenger received the meal, told news.com.au. I asked the server what it was and told me that it was a root vegetable. I asked him to pass me my phone so I could take a photo. I never take photos of food, but this was too funny to pass up. He blushed and was very apologetic. I don't think he ever, he'd ever seen anything quite like it. The lady next to me was cracking up. <laughs> the passenger who declined to give her name added that she liked it against eating the phallic looking vegetable that did polish off the dumplings, which were delicious. 
I later posted the image to Facebook and one follow commented, is it food or in-flight entertainment? <laughs> you can eat and be part of the Mile High Club all at once. Two fire. for one deal. Two fire. <laughs> Really? Yeah, yeah. we're gonna get a feed bar. Yeah. Okay. Um, Wait, too far? He's talking about like a meter long dog. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's only a half meter. <laughs> half meter. Don't, don't exaggerate. Um, so, my story is, um, is about Skittles. Um, so, thousands of Skittles end up on an icy road, but that's not the surprising part. So, the Skittles, um, it, it starts out about Skittles and it ends up being about cows. Wait for it. So a rural, uh, south, a rural county in southeast Wisconsin had a sweet sticky mystery along the highway. <laughs> I got it earlier this week. Um, hundreds of thousands of red Skittles were piled uh, on a road in Dodge County. Um, there's no S on them, but you can definitely smell the distinct Skittles smell. Um, these are... Can we, just, can we just say the hashtag's gonna be sweet sticky mystery? Um, so... The, these skittles are actually going to cows for cows to eat. What? Wait, what? They're, they're feeding candy to cows. Why are they wasting my skittles? Um, cause they are... Um, no, I mean, it's all full circle. <laughs> they're just... They're cheap carbohydrates, so, um, yeah, they're feeding wow. Skittles to cows. I have no comment for that. I don't really know what else to say to that. Um, also, my friend Lindsay Soledovich uh, told me about this new dating website. Um, oh, God. Are you, are you looking? Or? Uh, no, no, no. It's, it's trumpsingles.com. Oh, yeah. God. So, if you want to go to a website... Or if you want to enter into an abusive relationship. <laughs> Jesus. Um, it stopped recording again, didn't it? Do you yes. close everything on your computer? Well, I gotta, I gotta read the show notes. No, you don't. Just close it. So, if you want to go uh, meet somebody and not feel extremely judged by your love for Donald Trump, but, uh, Wait, isn't this on? already called Farmers Only? <laughs> 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 right yes. there the whole time. It's got to be pretty close to the same clientele, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you would think. You would think. By the way, I actually got on Farmers. Were you with me that? They should have called that Bigly Dating. They really dropped the ball yeah. on that. Oh man. All right. So let's go. Uh, any other news pieces? I don't know. I'll have you one. Know, oh, really? Just one. You only have one? Yeah. I'm not ready, buddy. I know, I'll do what I can, that's great. I mean, I've got it ready if you want it. No, 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 we don't. It's, it's good, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Are we recording still? Or Probably not. Yeah. Um, we are, I'm, I'm just, uh, we're going to go into uh, Fat Bastards. Oh, oh God. I'm going to close a couple things out here. That's a tremendous idea. <laughs> My God. Hold on. This is the worst it's ever been. So yeah, this is the worst. Congrats. Ever. You guys are part of something special. <laughs> You're part of history here. Once again, for the 900th time, why are we using my computer? Can you hear your computer wheezing? <laughs> like a fat kid in gym class. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord, Michael. 
this would be the week that it would be that bad. Uh, Lucas, where are your uh, offering plates? Get <laughs> 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 an offering going, just send that around. Do you want to use mine? No, we're good. I got it. I, I, did, I closed. Uh, yeah, why would we use the good one? Let's, let's see if you can use it. There's a hamster running that computer right now. I know. It's not doing it, is it? It's doing nothing. Hey, did it erase everything else, though? Nothing. I think it looks like a This thing is still an episode. Yeah, we just want to apologize to everybody that's listening online. <laughs> and you guys here. This is why you should come for the live events so you can yeah. see watch this train wreck in person. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is how it goes. We don't do any editing, but... We have well, you're going to do a lot of editing on this one. Probably not. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bunch of awkward pauses. I was like, no, I got to work tomorrow. Yeah, I'm good. I got to work. Okay, we've got yeah. things. So, let's... Who wants to go first? Adam. Adam is going first. Adam is the first turd, by the way. Yes. yes. Yeah. He was the first official turd. You can come up to the microphone. He was the first highly intelligent individual to give us money. <laughs> Congratulations, buddy. I, I don't know else to know. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm bound to you. What should I do with it? All right. <laughs> I have a disposable income. Let's give it to these three people. <laughs> So Adam, tell us a little bit about what we're trying here. All right, so my grandmother makes a really awesome peanut brittle, and that is not what you're about to eat. <laughs> <laughs> this is something entirely terrible. Closer to the mic. Closer to the mic. I made a taffy. I used uh, peanut brittle as a base, and so it's uh, it's really nice peanut chew. It's like Thai, and so you get peanut and coconut and little spice. They're amazing. I guarantee. You. So they're ta the uh, ta spicy Thai peanut chews. Yeah. When you say spicy, are we talking? Mm -hmm. No, actually, I want people to be able to enjoy them. So then, oh, yeah, say, I'm going to be like in the middle like, of working tomorrow. You should get like on the back end. You should get a little bit of pepper. It's nice. Uh, at Chef Adam Live, yo. At Chef Adam Live. A T O N. A T O N. Oh, I need a dentist. <laughs> Told you it was a taffy, man. Oh wow, that's good, man. We got a what are these? What are you? Oh, uh, fine. Whosoever's dentist bill. <laughs> oh, there is a little bit of spice there. I like those. Are awesome, man. I'm going five. I don't care what fucking call them. I'm going five. Yeah, five. Uh, five whatevers. Five whatevers. Oh, that's awesome. We gotta pass those around for real. Thanks, my buddy. Appreciate it. Oh, dude. God, those are good. Oh, I'm getting the spice now. That's awesome. Sweet. All right, and then oh, Stephanie Rice. I don't know your Twitter. I don't remember. S dot Rice. S dot Rice. Is that a dot? Yeah. On Twitter? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie Rice. Yeah. Stephanie has a, a wine glass here. I do. And she is wearing the best shirt ever made. Oh, yeah. Level, yeah. Level Holy 100. shit, how did I not know that? <laughs> That's so fucking awesome. <laughs> Show the pastor's live. Yeah. <laughs> so good. She's got a bright shirt on that says Michael loves leggings, and she is wearing leggings. I, I do love, I will say, I do love that like millions of women around the world marched against Trump today, and they continued that by crushing Michael's patriarchy when it comes to leggings. Scrolling is the best thing. I don't want men to wear leggings either. I actually did. Maybe I saw a guy in leggings tonight. 
So welcome to Blue. Yeah, sorry about that. So tell us what, what you brought here for us. This piece weighs eight pounds. I, I think this one. There's a donut shop by my house. It's about a half, half mile from my house called Bill's Donuts in Centerville, Ohio. Bill's Donuts, Centerville, Ohio. I have never eaten them because I'm allergic to wheat. And oh, so I have no idea if this is good or not, but they make a giant donut. It's like two feet in diameter. Yes. I brought it here tonight. Everybody's got a can you, can you talk about how they wouldn't write fat pastors on it? You had to do it. Oh, yeah. So I called this lady and I told her what I wanted. And she was like, well, what do you want it to say? And I was like, oh, I want it to say fat pastors. And she's like, I don't think I could do that, honey. <laughs> Jesus won't let me write that. Yeah, I was yeah. just saying, yeah. I just yeah. said, oh, but Trump is great. Oh, yeah. Okay. So um, I had to buy uh, icing. Said Trump's at, America. Yes. I had to buy icing at Kroger and write it for you. So I did that today. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, it's very, very um, there great. is also a, a five-star review on the box. So there is. when you get there, you need we to do read need that. to read it. She wrote a five-star review. It's, it's just for you. Oh, okay. From my heart. Yes. Awesome. But really, it's dashboard confessional lyrics. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how I missed your shirt. I don't either, really. Because I saw it as soon as she came in, I was like, well, that's pretty amazing. Shut up so we can do Oh, yeah. Oh, we rate it five out of five leggings. Can we do that? Oh, okay. That's got a lot of icing. That's so good. When did you get this? Yeah. Uh, it seems like it was like right out of the oven. Okay, so I'm doing Whole30 right now. And this, is, <laughs> this is the first sugar I've had in almost three weeks. <clears throat> yeah, that's good. So when I, when I go into a diabetic coma, if somebody has like an insulin shot to shove into my heart. <laughs> oh, man. That's, <laughs> that's literally like a sugar bomb. Oh. I don't know if I can chew that. <laughs> I have a drink. Don't do it. I'm going five out of five on that, man. That's, That's five whatever we're yeah. rating it. Five leggings. Take no offense if I can not finish it. I'll die if I eat it. <laughs> is that ten of five leggings? There's a lot ten? more of that to go around. There's about 19 pounds more of donut back there if anybody wants some. Oh, I need a nap. <laughs> Holy crap. I think soft. Whoa. <clears throat> okay. Um, I'm going to sugar crash like a toddler here in about <laughs> half an hour. Oh. Like, so, you are. <laughs> you okay there, buddy? Yeah, a little there, buddy. A little um, So, this next part is, is really exciting because um, we're going to do a game, and you all have the sheets of paper in front of you. Yeah. Uh, the best you part play. is... Beth, you can't play. play. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you have to play. You have to play. So this morning, as I was working, I drove 500 miles today. Not as much as some of you guys here, um, but I drove 500 miles today at 5:30. But at 5:30 this morning, I was thinking, you have, you have this game. I should write a song. So in my car, as, as one does. So he told me about this this morning, but he has, I have no idea what's yeah, going on. Yeah, neither Matt or Brad know this. Uh, this is a game about Matt and Brad. And that's all I'm going to say. We knew that. We just didn't know the song. Here's the song. Are, are we ready for this? Yeah.
Michael and I both work today, and I, we work the same job, and I had to drive to Bloomington, so I called you at 6.15 in yeah. the morning. That was done. Yeah. <laughs> he, that was done before 6.15 this morning. In like 45 minutes, I did that. While I was driving. <laughs> I'm sure that's illegal. No, I, the police. I, I can't tell you that's illegal. If they hear this on a podcast. Oh, God. No, no I don't think so. Like texting and driving, dangerous. Writing shitty music while driving, also dangerous. <laughs> yes, very dangerous. All right, so um, we're gonna do Matter Brad. I actually have not read this, so I'm not even sure. Um, and- That was me screaming to the microphone. (laughs) Corn Goblin with his decimated, liquefied foot is here. (laughs) And Amanda. And Amanda! Amanda! Do we have a handicap section? Because we can put him in that. Do we have a special handicap section? No. Uh, It's Lucas, you need to install a ramp. We'll be, we'll, that half the money will go to Lucas for Alright, so um, on your on your chair there's a pen and a paper. Um, I'm gonna r- tell you a fact, um, and then you're gonna guess if it's Matt or Brad. So just write M or B. Yeah, that's right. M or B, it doesn't it doesn't matter. So and then at the end we're gonna I'm gonna tell you what the answer is. Did you mix is. these up? I did. I, I randomized. I have no idea. Oh, I didn't randomized. Randomized. Yeah, they're randomized. We're totally prepared. This is the first time I've read it, so I spent at least ten, I spent at least ten minutes on this. At least ten. Um, so we're gonna do uh, yeah. So you're gonna guess M or B. Oh, and the, the prize is you're gonna win the three books on the written by Bruce Feiler. Bruce Feiler. The, yeah, all three of those are really really good. Yeah. So yeah. Walking the Bible, Abraham, and Where God Was Born. We should probably cover this. This is Brad. This is Matt. <laughs> You're right, actually. Ever since everybody's always bitching, I don't know who's who. <laughs> what do you guys do sound like? It's like a badge of honor if you're like, oh yeah, I totally recognize which one's which now. So, based on these two douchebags up here, um, which one do you think once owned a mandolin? Brad or Matt? Matt or Brad? Alright, number two. You gotta be quick. I'm just gonna go rapid fire. Rapid fire. There's 20 of these passes. Number two, who used to sleep with a plastic figurine under his pillow until until well into junior high? (laughs) 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 I can hear my wife cackling in the background. Um, uh, Number three, initially uh, went to college to be a radio DJ. And all you got was this podcasting gig. Whoever's dream it is is finally coming to It really is. Except for on the internet, and it's free. (laughs) Yeah, except I'm making no money. You can make no money. Um, Number four. Plays harmonica and guitar at the same time. And I would say, yeah. No, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Number five, pissed on the diving board during swim lessons and blamed it on someone else. <laughs> Matt, Matt and Brad, shitty human beings from very early on. Number six, 
thought he was dating a girl in college for an entire semester before he found out she never thought they were dating. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, uh, shit his pants running laps during West Wrestling practice. <laughs> Number Those ballers, man, they got bowel control problems. Number eight. <laughs> Number eight, proposed to his wife next to a bathroom. Number seven, lived through a tornado while camping in a tent. Oh, that's number nine, yeah, my bad. What? Numbers are hard. Lived through a tornado while camping in a tent. Oh, that, yeah, that was number nine. <laughs> somebody, somebody asked me to read it again. Number ten, got yelled uh, at by a bus driver for throwing his sandwich out the bus window in elementary school. <laughs> Number 11, wrote somewhere close to 500 poems in college. <laughs> and they were all to their brother. <laughs> dear, dear Bobby, I miss you so. Your hair is like a cornfield. <laughs> Number 12, uh, gashed his head open just above his eye playing football in the house and requiring required seven stitches. <laughs> Number 13. Can play the cajon and the djembe. The djembe. Uh, number 14. Owned a Cabbage Patch doll named BJ. <laughs> God, I love that that made Billy laugh. <laughs> and I'm just going to say the opposite. This is for the opposite brother. Um, I'm just giving you a hint. Uh, owned a stuffed bear named Cream Puff. Not nearly as funny as BJ. <laughs> you see, it's funny because uh, yeah, BJ no, is in. Oh, you got yeah, it. We got, okay, yeah. we Number 16 uh, was one match away from the state finals in tennis. Interesting. Uh, 17, rode a skateboard one time, landed on his head three seconds later. <laughs> so, which one of us is more brain damaged? <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a toss. That's actually awesome. Good luck. Number 18, went 6-26 in wrestling his freshman year, with four of the six wins coming as four fifths. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what that makes me so happy. <laughs> Uh, number 19, had a blankie, he kept long past the acceptable age to have a blankie. God, that could have been <laughs> I heard Beth laughing. <laughs> um, and number 20, graduated with fake honors in college. So, that's what it says, I don't know. That'll, that'll, that'll take some explanation. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to go through the score. This is riveting for the people at home listening to this. Yeah. You have a skip button, you can skip if you don't yeah, want You had to be here. Number one, once owned a mandolin was. So, so if you got it right, make sure put a little check. This is an honor system. Are we allowed if we don't have this? Yeah, don't cheat. I'm not cheating. Okay, who, okay. Thinks, who thinks that was Matt? Yell out. Yeah, I 
Or yeah. Matt. Who thinks it was Brad? Woo! It is Matt. Hey. Matt. Number two, used to used to sleep with a plastic figurine under his pillow and till well. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Matt. and that, that figurine's name was Pumpkin Man. Pumpkin Man. Pumpkin Man. Uh, that thing had no paint left on it. Like it was. I, I put that on the big. You still have it? College to be a radio DJ. Are you gonna do it? Brad. 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 Are you gonna do a DJ voice? I don't have a DJ voice. That's why I did it. <laughs> <laughs> this is Chico and the Boy. 98.3. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it was a Tropical Defiles. Tropical Defiles. Uh, plays har harmonica and guitar at the same time. Is this is actually kind of weird because I can do that too. But the answer's Matt. The answer's Matt, so. I've never seen you do it, so there's no proof. Well, I, I'm the third party uh, auditor. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Number five. Pissed on a diving board during swim lessons and blamed it on someone else. Okay, so I'm curious. <laughs> what is everybody in the room going, it's Brad? It's just, I mean, if there's a guy that's going to piss on a diving board and blame it on somebody else, it's him. And really, it's what he's more. Do I look like a diving board pisser? Is that like. You do look like a wet bandit. So, I do you. So. That's a wet bandit from Home Alone. No, Kirk. Kirk. So, I, uh. Yeah, so. Here's the story. So, I was in. I was taking swim lessons at our local high school when I was. I don't know. I was. It was in elementary. I don't know how old I was. It's 16. No, no, no. 17, 17 and a half. So we were waiting on the diving board after after swim lessons. You got to jump off the diving board. I was waiting in line. Like I got, I was waiting for a while. There were like 30 kids in class. I got pissed. I'm like, well, you're not doing it. Getting back in the back of the line. So I'm just kind of like, let it fly. Why are you waiting? Not calculating that there would be a literal yellow puddle sitting on the diving board when I was done. Why do you wait to so, get the water? No, well, I don't know. I, <laughs> literally, the clouds aren't super logical. No, it wasn't much of a critical thing. At least I know to poop in a river. So that's, true. that's very true. So, so I, I, I do my, I do the thing, and then I jump off the diving board. And I get out, and everybody's going, "Ew! Oh pee on the diving board." I'm like, "Well, that's weird. I'm not gonna do that." <laughs> Never knew it was me. It was the slickest thing ever. Nobody had a clue. I'm sure I had no. But idea. it was a, there was a, a yellow puddle on a green diving board. So it was very special. Did it make blue? No, it didn't. Believe it or not. Yeah, you would think it would make blue. I, yeah. I wonder, I've always wondered if that's like an urban legend. This this is the pool no, actually. Yellow green actually does make blue. Oh, uh, I meant like I mean like. <laughs> You know how they used I would to say kindergarten, Michael. if you pee in a swimming pool, like it makes a different color. I don't think that's actually. I don't think that's true. Blue make green. 
That's actually very true. Yellow and green. I don't think yellow and green make one. I don't think it works that way. No, it didn't. Like it didn't sound right. I was like, thank you. Hey man, why'd you even come? That's science correspondent and running on ice expert. Thank you. I thought he was dating a girl in college for an entire semester before he found out she never thought they were dating. Brad. It's Brad. Was it Mandy? No, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She married me. She doesn't even know she's married to him. No, I said, I sent him a letter after a month saying, you don't marry me or I'm out of this relationship. A month? Why ask? You sent that letter like a week after you started dating. Yeah, so the girl, like, I, I was like, we went out to dinner a few times and hung out all the time and I'm like oh cool girlfriend didn't you laundry my like you were laundry yeah laundry. like I thought this is cool you never fun. thought to send the note or check yes or no yeah I guess I should have <laughs> so then like the second semester of my freshman year starts and she starts dating some other dude and I'm like fancy <laughs> that <laughs> okay I guess we weren't dating after all so we had this conversation I'm like I mean how awkward is that so were we not dating no. <laughs> no. Have you looked in the mirror? No, we're not. I'm gonna go eat a gun. And, I wonder uh, if she like thought if you really were dating, and then she's like, "Fuck this." <laughs> I'm sleeping somebody else, not even tell them. Dude looks like he's 12. I'm out. Um, what number are we on? Seven. Seven. Who shit his pants running laps while uh, doing wrestling practice? That is mad. I love that everybody in the room thought it was Matt. They just knew. We've talked enough on the podcast about him shitting everywhere. He has no bowel control to speak of at all. But he's never shit. This is the one that will shit in a ditch at some point. Yeah, it's job. It will happen. So, so the whole thing with that, like, I was, we always ran last. I remember when this happened. Yeah, we were ran last before wrestling practice, and I'm standing there, fine. Like I feel fine. No cramps. No, I felt fine. I took, coach is like five laps. I take three steps, man, and I shit right my pants. We, we start running, and he's hightailed it back to the locker room. Like, We're going this way, he's going the other way. Uh, I was fine. Totally fine, man. Three steps. I'm not kidding, it was three steps, and I shit right oh, my pants. I love it. I always wondered, like, at what point, like, because we, we regularly get messages from Matt saying, like, oh, I shouldn't have that jalapeno burger. <laughs> yeah, all the time. All the time. Oh, man, that sriracha milk from Subway. That was a bad idea. He's fucking poor. So then he says it two weeks in a row, and I'm like, dumbass. Like, you do it once, fine. You learn your lesson. You do it twice, it's a you problem. They're so good, though. Oh, God. Have you ever taken an aqua down? I don't think he's done an aqua dump. No, I've not done an aqua dump. It's on my bucket list, though. <laughs> you should have it now. Yeah. I, I will say this about the aqua dump. <laughs> it was before I was, like, conscious of, like, what the world was about, and that, that's not good for the environment. Right. I've changed since then. Sure. But if I ever get now, an Now we at least... <laughs> now we take an now aqua dump. Now, now we use the internet. What he's grabbing or whatever. Now I fish it out. Net and dump it on the uh, bank. I fish it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, who proposed to his wife next to a bathroom? Proposed to wife next to a bathroom. 
What number is that? Um, number eight. That is me, Brad. <laughs> I wrote a poem. Highly, <laughs> highly romantic. Highly romantic. But Okay, well, I'll, try, I'll do the Reader's Digest version. So, had this great day planned out. We were going to go hiking. He had a jalapeno burger. <laughs> he had a jalapeno burger. Just everything went to hell. So, so, <laughs> so we, we were going to go hiking with a couple of friends. And I had this idea. I was going to have the ring in my pocket. We went, if anybody's ever been to the Tennessee, into the Smokies, uh, rock hopping. Does the ring a bell to anybody? So, like, there's... Those rivers are full of gigantic boulders, and rock hopping is exactly what it sounds like. I guess it doesn't sound so riveting now that I say it out loud, but like, <laughs> it's a lot more fun than it sounds. Anyway, uh, it, this is this is the past time when you're at a Christian college. You can't drink, you can't have sex, so you just Let's go hop on. Let's go rock hopping. Want to go to Denny's? It's awesome. So, so go people watch. <laughs> so. Uh, we get there, and I, ha I kept the uh, ring in the trunk of my car. And so we get out at the place, I park next to the bathroom. And I had this moment of terror where I was like, what happens if I have this ring in my pocket and I fall in the river and it's gone? There's a thousand dollars or whatever down the drain. Or <laughs> floating down the river like Michael's shit. So, <laughs> so, different river. Yeah, so, uh, I... I, I had this panic, and so I take the ring out of the trunk, and I'm standing there with it, on like by the trunk of the car. And Mandy is in the front seat of the car, and she gets out, and she sees me holding it, and I was like, uh, so, will ya? Oh man, you're insane! Oh no, it gets worse. So instead of yes, she goes, I think I'm gonna throw up. Good thing you're by the bathroom. Well, I guess. Yeah, and that was it. Okay, keep in mind, she already had a dress at this point. So, like, it wasn't like it was much of a, like, suspenseful thing. But, yeah, it was, uh, it was one of those redo moments. I love you, too. So, after, after, the, after the last, the, um, the girl who you thought you were dating and you weren't, did you learn anything and, like, ask Mandy out? Or did you? Yeah, uh, did we ever? Well, no, I had the, she had the conversation of, like, marry me or fuck off, basically. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I can tell, I'll yeah. tell that story in another podcast. I think we've already talked about it. Yeah, I thought we were. Yeah, I thought it was a date. She, well, she thought it was a date, and I thought. We went to a concert. I didn't. We went to a concert. I didn't sit by her. God. Okay, never mind. No, no. Tell that story. No, right, we'll have this conversation nine. another time. Live through a tornado while camping in a tent. That is Brad. It's me. Yeah, Nebraska. I ran through a campground in barefoot over gravel, like, and Carl yeah. Lewis could not have beat me in the 100 meters. It was in the middle of the night, I was in my underwear. No, I mean, like, I've never run that fast in my life. It literally, you know, like, you hear people talk about when they get adrenaline, they can lift a car off of somebody? It was like, the, I was out of my, you saying bullet. I did, I freaking, I was like out of my mind. It was one of those where, like, I didn't even feel my feet hitting the ground, where you just... Running so fast because it hit like I was in a tent. We I went out on a trip out west with one of my teachers and like a few students during the summer. And this is the first night out we're staying in Nebraska, and 
it's like a million degrees. And so my friend and I were, were sleeping in a tent together. We lean our heads out of the tent just to try to get any air moving. There's no air moving at all. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it sounded like a freight train. <laughs> Jennifer Williams in the house. house. She's here to listen to her second podcast ever. <laughs> the first one she was on. Yes. So, and so, and, I mean, it came out of nowhere, and I looked at my friend, I'm like, uh, I don't like this. He's like, we gotta get out of here. And so we went to, ran to the bathroom. I saw barefoot and underwear. Like, I, did, I was out of my mind. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. You know, never experienced anything quite like that. Number 10, got yelled at by a bus driver for throwing a sandwich out the bus window in elementary school. <laughs> That's bad. Is it Roger? Roger the bus driver? I think it might have been. It was Roger. Roger the bus driver. I don't know driver. why I did. I was like, I didn't eat half the sandwich. I'm going to throw it away from I the remember Roger. Like, he sounded like this. Hey! <laughs> when he'd yell yeah. at the student. Hey! That's what he'd say. And you'd know you were yep, a girl. me. Um, who wrote somewhere close to 500 poems in college? Matt. Yep. Say everybody's got to know that one. Uh, Matt Polly. Yes. I don't know. I wrote a poem. Then he got out of college still and still has. Do you still have that poem I wrote you? I framed it. Hey. Aww. Aww. I made. She framed it and has a plaque on it that says shitty poetry from Brad. <laughs> I, actually made, I actually made Beth an entire book for, I think it was Valentine's Day. Oh, well, let's go ahead and one up, little brother. Well, I made a whole book. I'm my angel in Eat shit. man. Neither one of you have a half a meter dick, though. See? Head open just above this eye playing football in the house, requiring 11 stitches. That's Matt. I, I made the tackle. <laughs> that son of a bitch didn't score a touchdown on me, I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. And can you tell him who cried and who didn't? Uh, that'd be you. I cried. I had this game of pouring blood, and Brad's like, <laughs> say it's because I was sensitive and felt bad for her and her brother. Honestly, I was afraid my mom was going to kill me. So, that's the only time I ever heard my mom really cuss. I walked in and she goes, oh shit! It was bad. He's like, hey mom. He goes, mom. He walks in the, she's in the bedroom. Playing football. Our house was a thousand square feet. It was literally, it was like no wider than this table. With a coffee table in the middle of the living room. We're like, well this is a good idea. sound like a freight train running through the house like oh god yeah yeah she was like oh shit came running and like the nurses at the, the nurses at Procter had to like calm you down yeah I was bawling okay hi Debbie it was funny it was funny later when I found yeah. out you were alright yeah number 13 who can play the cajon in the gym bay Brad you can, there's one right behind you. I saw that. Oh, I'm good, thanks. Throw it out for all time. It's been a long time since I played one. Uh, number 14, owned a cabbage patch doll named Beach. Yeah. 
That is right. And then his name was Bromwell Jeremy. It was. It really was. Bromwell Jeremy. <laughs> Ron Jeremy. <laughs> Ron Will Jeremy. Oh God. <laughs> Number fifteen is uh, Bats. He owned a stuffed bear named Creepy. Yeah. I don't remember that. It was the raggediest bear you'll ever see. Yeah, I don't remember Creepy. It was a pumpkin band. It was like somebody drug it behind a semi. <laughs> And then washed it 30 times in the washer. It was, it was pretty ragged. Number 16 uh, was one match away from State Files and Tennis. Fresh. With Chris Fresh, right? Nope. No, not, with not that year. Met Chris Fresh in back row. He and I were doubles partners for one year. Yeah, that's the guy in the. Were you, were you my doubles partner when my dad almost beat my ass after yeah. that one? Was that you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had a particularly bad tournament, and uh, I made a complete ass of myself, throwing my racket and everything else, and my dad wasn't very happy. Drug me into the middle of an unknown high school, and it's in the darkest hallway he could find. I, only time in my life I was scared of my father. Hi, my daddy. He's generally a pretty nice dude. Um, number 17, uh, rode a skateboard one time, landed on his head three seconds later. That was me. That's the only time I ever rode a skateboard. Now, that explains a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, I, yeah. Who went 26, or 6 and 26, my bad. They sucked really bad. In wrestling his freshman year, uh, with four of six wins coming from four fits. Brad. It was Brad. It was Brad? I was better at my sophomore year. You wrote it on here as Matt. Did I really? Yeah. No, that no, was Brad. definitely me. It counts. It does! Thank you! Absolutely! Yeah, that was a rough year. Yeah, I'd never wrestled before, and Matt wrestled for, he was a senior my freshman year, he's like, we don't have anybody in the 100 pound weight, 100 pound weight class. Well, wait, no, 100 pound weight class, I weighed 95 pounds. I could eat anything I wanted, didn't have to worry about making weight. Senior year, I weighed 106 pounds. Yeah, you had to lose weight to get there. I was like, every wrestler hated me. So like, I'm just eating whatever the hell I want. I show up at like 96 pounds. I don't have to worry about weight. They're all like starving themselves. Thanksgiving. You should eat this. This is great. I had two pieces of Thanksgiving. I had two pieces of turkey and two pieces of celery, and I was like three pounds overweight. I, I, I weighed in after Thanksgiving at 98. Like, hey, this is a hell of a diet plan. I had to run for four hours in a sweatsuit. So, oh, hey, man, I know how you can lose 15 pounds. <laughs> Brandon Anderson said he knows how to lose 15 pounds. <laughs> I think we all know that's true. That's big joke corresponding by the Somebody make a meme right now. The, the picture of him with a thumbs up. It's gotta be that one. No, somebody find the article that I posted. Photoshop his face on the guy. Oh my god. So funny, so funny. So anyway, yeah, I was 6 and 26. It was a rough year. I'd never wrestled. Matt's like, you should go get a varsity letter. I'm like, how hard can it be? Yeah, got mashed into paste the entire season. Number 19 had a blankie. Um, he kept long past the acceptable age to have a blankie. No, I don't. No, 
No, I don't have it because my parents left it in Florida when we were on vacation. I remember that. So we're like halfway through Georgia, and Brad goes, he wakes up out of his dead sleep. Mapunky! I mean, 17 is not too old to have a dead sleep. That's pretty old, bro. I wasn't 17, you dumbass. I, don't know, I was way too old. I don't know how old. 8, 9, I don't know. 14. I honestly don't know. It was, it was time. It was the flying so convention. I guarantee my parents left that intentionally in a hotel so a in Albany, Florida. I have a plastic figure in the junior high. It's no wonder I'm so fucked up emotionally. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Why can't they cope with life? Well, let me tell you. To this day, uh, Brad's mom still stitches just a part of that blankie into his pants, so it still touches his skin. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, number 20 um, graduated with fake honors in college. It was Matt. So, <laughs> fake honors. So, they put him in his graduating school, Wildy. He did. My, my freaking, however, I actually did. My, my freaking GPA was like, like 2.6 in college. I didn't care. Okay, we went to a fake college. Like, you have to try to get a 2.6. Like, that's how, like, oh, I did. Yeah. So, so, so I look at, like, we're sitting there, and I'm, look, I'm sitting next to my friend Pickens and, and my friend Steve Potts, both of which brilliant. We're like summa cum laude, and you're like, yeah. so here I am sitting with my 2.6, and I look at the program, and it says Matt Polly. Uh, Cum laude, and I was like, well, I don't think that's right. <laughs> so, so they announced. Yeah, roll with it. So they're, so they're like, they announced for people to stand up. You know, who grabs a summa cum laude, magna cum laude, cum laude? I'm like, stand right up. <laughs> I was like, you said I were looking at my parents and going, that's not real, right? I'm like, no freaking way that's real. No, it wasn't real. <laughs> All right, so who got tally him up? Tally him up. What'd you get? Did anybody not related to us get 20? 19? 18? 17? Should have started from the bottom. 16. <laughs> 16? Seriously? Anybody else got 16? Dude, that's impressive. All right, wow. when these books I mean, yeah, it's a, he did grow up with us. So, like, oh, yeah. he grew up with you? Well, yeah, we went to church together. Oh. It's fine. Those are good books. Read those. They're awesome. Those are those are fantastic books. So good congratulations. That's actually fairly impressive. Okay, so did anybody get fifteen? Oh crap. Oh boy. <laughs> we're gonna have a book and we're gonna have a fight to the death. So cage so, match. Um, well, we have the fight. Do the do the. Um, we like solve it. We're gonna cut it in half. We're gonna cut it in thirds. Split those in, in no, the other book you have. I know. Trust me. It's not a, it's not a fucking baby. <laughs> Um, you have the tiebreakers. We can do tiebreakers, or you can give do them the each tiebreakers. a book. Do the tiebreakers. Do the tiebreakers. We give them each a book. No, because that messes up my whole thing. Oh, God. I thought you had an extra book. Huh? I no, I book. don't know. No, I've got to figure it out. What? All right. Uh, if anybody needs snack, that <laughs> brought food. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're going to get food. All right. Yeah, so the three people um, who are at 15 stand up. We've got Nick Wallace, Amanda, we've got Chris Fresh. Chris Fresh. Alright, so what we'll do... Not fair! Huh? What are you saying? He said he's the best 
Oh, okay, Chris and I went to high school together. We've been friends for a so, long yeah. time. Go ahead and do the timebreakers. All right. Uh, number one graduated 17 out of 170 in high school. Are, are we going to have them say it? Or are we no, gonna, they're going to write it. Gonna write, okay. oh, sorry, you don't have to stand up then. In that case. Okay, you got it? <laughs> Okay, so no, just kidding. Say that. Go ahead, and, go ahead, go ahead, tell, go ahead, go ahead and tell them who it is, so we'll just get through. This. All right, it's it's Matt. Did Chris get it right? Chris got it right. Nice. All right, number Dude, two. You stalking me? What the hell? If you were here early, you're gonna know this one. Uh, ringtone for his wife is "Let's Get It On" by Marvin Gaye. Oh God. <laughs> we played it over the loudspeaker. You got your answer. The answer is Matt. What did you guys give? Anybody got it right? You said, all of you said Brad. All right. Chris is 1-0. No. Number three. No. <laughs> Used to manage an, an apartment complex and found a pile of human shit in an entryway. <laughs> you got it locked in? See, Yvonne is in a really bad disadvantage on this one. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. You're in a massive disadvantage on that one. All right. Um, that was crap. Have I not told that? Did you all three get it? All right, cool. I'm all, okay, so I worked in a barber complex. It was pretty low income. And I get a call one day. It's a pretty simple story. Somebody shit on the carpet. Well, I get a call. I get a call. I get a call. This is what I hear. I get a call into the office, and this is what I hear. Somebody shit on the rug out in the entryway. I said, what? Somebody shit on the rug in the entryway. Oh, it's a big old thing. I'll be right down. Wasn't false advertising. <laughs> Walked straight into the door, and I swear he looked like Sasquatch. And I don't know what happened. And you cleaned it up? <laughs> no. So what? No, 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 hold on. So, so you just left it there. So what? It, it, not only was it a pile on the rug, on the entryway rug, but it, it, some of it had trailed up the steps. So wasn't hard to figure out what apartment it came from. <laughs> I called my boss. I called my boss, and I said. Somebody shit on the carpet and I'm not cleaning it up. Call the cleaning company up here. He's like, wait, what? I said, you heard me. I'm not doing it. Okay, we'll get him up there today. So I couldn't just leave it there. So I walk up and I take the rug. This is the furthest building from the dumpster. I take this rug and I fold it up and I drag it 400 yards through the parking lot and everything else. And I hoist it up into the dumpster. I'm not, the whole time I'm going, <laughs> like I mean, I'm literally like it is the worst, the worst. I don't deal well with that. I called you and I'm like, well, you're not gonna believe this one. It was horrible, horrifying. All right, go ahead, continue. I cleaned up human shit once. <laughs> yeah, you were a manager in the Starbucks, so I'm not surprised. I, I was, I was actually, I think I was a shift at the time. Um, and I was working on the bar, and I was the only male there. And I see the the, the bathroom door creak open, and this old guy seems to fill. <laughs> so he's not listening. He's in a nursing home. He That's cool. Phil on Twitter. Um, and he just like waves me over. And I'm like, this dude is summoning me to the bathroom right now. I I, I go to the door. 
and he explains that he crapped all over himself. So he's, he has cleaned his bath, his, his, his pants in the sink. Um, because he had to be Why are we talking about this right now? This is because it's just my life. Alright. So he, he cleans he cleans the um, if anybody'd like a snack, uh, I'm gonna be talking about shit for the next few minutes. So I go into so so I get I get him outside of the of, of the building through a secret passageway. Um, and you know, at first I go out to his car and I put trash bags around his, his car seat. It's nice of you. Bro. I know, because he doesn't really get shit on his Who does? We do that when I shit a ditch. So he leaves, and I go in the restroom, and there is shit everywhere. There's shit on the walls, shit on the floors, there's shit in the sink. And guess who got to clean it up? This guy. I went home and I literally uh, threw my clothes away. <laughs> my shoes is bleak. I got new shoes, I got new clothes, and threw it all away and took a hot shower for about 45 minutes. Oh god, it's so it was gross. Gross. <laughs> well, on that note, all that, mother all four. That, all that to learn, I just could have called the service and they could have came and cleaned it up for me. Yeah. You're your way. Number four. <laughs> Who was a college security guard? Wait, what that was? Number, number four, who was a college security guard? College security guard, okay. <laughs> you got your answer? Got your answer? Was it locked in? It's Matt. It was Matt. He, uh, <laughs> he almost rolled the campus security truck <laughs> into the river. I did. So Chris has two. Mama has two. Nick has one. Okay. We might need a double tiebreaker. Well, I'll just split the ball. Yeah, I was going to say at that point. It was Number five. What's up, Nick? That's this one. The other two get around. <laughs> um, and this could really go to anyone. Number five made two references to the Big Lebowski in a sermon, and no one realized it. Oh, come on. That is a hard one. That could be either. Mm -hmm. Or it could be. Well, it could be Michael. Yeah. Maybe for a monkey rich twist. That's not me. Uh, locked in? Yeah. It was Matt. No, it was Brad. not. It was Brad. It was Brad. <laughs> it was Brad. Trick chat. Trick chat. All right, so who, what do you know, Chris? And Nick? It doesn't matter, you lost. Amanda! That's the winner. Congratulations. Amanda, update, Amanda didn't make it to the podcast. Yes. Excellent. Do you have those books? What did you say? She already got one of them. Give her something else. Oh, okay. All right. So, I did, I, Matt, you were there that week, right? What? When I preached that sermon. Oh, yeah. Matt was going to be there, and I was like, uh, okay, well, I'm going to see if he'll notice. And I did. I threw in two big Lebowski references. Of course I noticed. Nobody. He was, I looked at him, and he's just going, <laughs> just grinning at me from like the second row, and nobody had a clue. No, is that uh, the church I was a youth pastor at? Can't imagine why I bombed out of that. <laughs> Take you the Lord's word so seriously. We All the times you called God the dude. I did. We actually do have uh, the dude a, few more, a few more prizes to give. Oh, yeah. I think at one point I said I was a roadie for Metallica Speed of Sound Tour. Yeah. That was one of the references. And then the other one was uh, you're on the I was one of the Seattle Seven. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. You wrote the original. I wrote the original, uh, what was it? Uh, not the compromise second grade. Yeah, it was something like that. <laughs> it was great. So we actually have a couple more prizes to give away. Um, one is uh, the person who drove the farthest, and that is Becky. Becky, you win a prize. Than Nobody drew further, drew further than Oklahoma. Oklahoma. There you go. I wish we had a prize for Stephanie just for the best troll job on my life. Yeah, I, I honestly, that was one of my ideas. That's to too get bad. the person with the best trolling. So, so we have, uh, we have one for the longest supporter, and the first turd award goes to Adam. Oh. Yay! I would clean you out of a bathroom anytime. <laughs> oh, he's an ordained minister. The the dude. Oh, you're his priest. 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 He's a dude. Nice. Priest. nice. Church of the Latter Day Jesus. Yes. We have a prize. That's awesome. Um, this is the um, this is the political correspondent Brandon Anders Prize. It's both the Brandon's books he's written under and uh, and the. And the Actually, also political correspondent slash dick joke correspondent, <laughs> Brandon Anders. Um, and we're giving this out to the person with the most broken bones, Yay. and that would be Christopher. <laughs> Christopher, you wait. No, make him, make him get up and get it. <laughs> come on. Come on. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh, that's funny stuff. All right, are we ready? We are. All right. thing Lucas has ever recorded. Yes, yeah. That's not true. I have his album most weekends. <laughs> Music correspondent Lucas Allen. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we don't really have anything for this. We don't. We hope you came prepared. If not, this is going to be a really short section. We want to give you a chance to ask us questions on the mic, and I hope you have some questions, because if not, we're just going to stare at Did each other. Like, does anybody have questions? You have yeah, to get up to the step mic. Step on up to the mic. Come on to the mic. Like the news voice. Step up to the microphone. <laughs> I have a question. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, first off, I have to ask, um, who do you think you are? And <laughs> <laughs> what gives you the right? <laughs> this is it about the multiverse? Is that what we're going to talk about? Yeah. Yeah. This is with yeah. Kelly. Hey, Kelly. Um, no, actually, my question is, what's your thing? Ooh. Oh, that's a really good question. Okay, so... I think I actually found this. your dicks. Yeah. <laughs> That's at on Twitter. Don't at me, good lord. You're Don't slide person. into my DMs. I don't want to see it. You're gonna have a lot of people slide into your DMs, but you're not gonna like it. No. Nope. Okay. So I think uh, I, I think I actually just found this out the last couple of weeks. I, I drove 1,400 miles in four days for work this week, so I have a lot of thinking time to do. Um, and my thing is my community, my small town just north of here in Martinsville, Indiana. So I contacted uh, a community leader. We're supposed to be getting together for coffee as soon as we can figure that out to talk about how we can make America great again. <laughs> there it is. Fuck you, Donald Trump. I'll show you how we'll make America great. Um, live in a very super, super conservative town, very poor. Uh, it's got just tons of problems, huge opioid addiction problem. Uh, meth. Meth. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about she uh, she runs an organization called Rediscover Martinsville that deals with 
um, economic, um, how to stimulate the economy in Martinsville and do basic things. So we're going to get together and talk. We're going to figure it out. So I'm still in the process of figuring out what that looks like. Um, but I'm tired of griping about my little redneck town, so I'm going to try to do something about it. Uh, I would say, I mean, I, I don't know specifics yet. I'm kind of like, I don't know specifics. Um, mine's 99% sure it's going to end up being something with just the LGBT community. Um, I, I have too many friends like that this administration is going to fuck over. So, um, so I'm going to, and I don't know if that's whether where that's going to be in Martinsville or if it's going to be Bloomington or whatever. Um, it may just depend on kind of who I end up communicating with. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what the best route for that to go is, but it's definitely going to be something in that along those lines, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm a millennial, so I got like five things. Yeah. We'll start a video game ministry. Yeah. We'll start the MMA ministry. We're just going to punch each other right in the paint. <laughs> no, I would say probably that uh, the LGBT community, I think, I don't know that I've necessarily found my my thing, but I definitely have a heart for that as well. So, and this podcast is my thing right now. Yeah. Yeah. Here comes Kevin. So along those lines, we are interviewing Peter Rollins on Monday. Yeah. We're we're literally literally shitting ourselves with excitement. He is an Irish theologian. Irish philosopher, theologian, oh, yeah. freaking amazing. Yeah. And a doctor. Um, so I hear the term mystic and like apophatic mysticism. Yeah. Um, what does that practice look like? Um, how do you engage in that? I know my past uh, evangelical um, pre-deconstruction self has a very clear uh, understanding of what it means to practice and to engage in worship and um, to engage prayer life, um, but that doesn't seem to work anymore, so what does that look like for you now, um, and beyond just starting the podcast and hanging out with people, like, what else can you say that that is useful practice for you? Um, I think for me, uh, we wanted easy questions. Yeah, uh, <laughs> next, next question. Well, then, thank you. Uh, thank you. Appreciate Brad's it. screaming into the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's good. God, that's the worst scene in movie history. Don't even ask me. Okay, so, so I think for me, it's once again, it's just, and man, this week has been a lot. I've been wrestling, this week. Um, you know, with the inauguration being yesterday. Was that yesterday? God, it seems yeah. like already three years ago. Oh, I wish. Yeah. Um, been really wrestling because I, I've realized I can't. I have to beat back cynicism in my own life. Like, I mean, it comes honestly. Anybody that's known me for a long time knows that. It's true. Um, negativity is something I, it's genetic. Um, yes. And so I have to fight it a lot. And cynicism, I have to fight constantly. And I've been really wrestling this week while I've been driving and thinking of just going, I can't, I cannot for the next four to eight, whatever years. Sorry, Jennifer. <laughs> I said eight again. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> The next, let's say four years. Let's call it four. Let's be optimistic. So, I can't, I can't be angry and cynical for the next four years. Challenge accepted. I just can't. I can't. You can. Well, I can't. 
I just I can't do it. Like I was literally, interestingly enough, I was listening to Rage Against the Machine yesterday. <laughs> Had the opposite effect, and I went, I can't, I can't live like that for four years. I can't do it. So, for me, it's a lot of silent. I mean, I guess it's prayer. Um, my prayer life isn't so much. Um, God do this and God please do that and God just more of I guess it's just more silent listening trying to be silent and, and be quiet and listen and all day yesterday especially yesterday I was driving in my car and going I'm not going to let the Cheeto man steal my joy I'm not I'm, I mean, that, was, that was the literal thing going through my head I will not let the Cheeto man steal my joy I kept, I kept hearing, I, not a not a voice. I don't hear voices from God other than just a, a, an in, inclination. An but when you do, it's Morgan Freeman. <laughs> it's absolutely, it's Morgan Freeman. Yeah. <laughs> and God said, and Andy Dufresne. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so I'd, I'd like to thank you, beat the Yeah, right. Um, so I, I, I heard this. I heard or had the inclination that I heard um, circumstantial joy isn't real joy and what I took from that was if if you if you're letting the Cheeto man steal your joy you didn't really have joy to begin with it's not real joy it's circumstantial um, I don't, I'm still not really sure what to do with that I'm still trying to unpack that a little bit, but that was the constant refrain in my head yesterday was circumstantial joy is an actual joy. So the way I've tried that I'm going to try to listen to that voice is to try to just get engaged in my community. So, I mean, I guess that's a God experience, which in some form would be mysticism. It's not science Mike standing on the beach having like yeah. what he had, which is crazy. It's not like that. I've never had that kind of a mystical experience, but I guess for me it's more of trying to hear that voice, whatever that form that takes, whether it's another person saying something to me that kicks my ass or it's I'm sitting in my car and I just feel this inclination that something, I need to do something. Um, so I guess for me that's kind of where mysticism is for me right now is just trying to hear that voice and discern what that means that, and that there's got to be action involved with whatever I do with that and that's why I immediately came home and I contacted um, that lady in our community to try to figure out sorry, try to figure out uh, what I could do I don't know if that answers your question at all but mysticism um, for me is more it, along those lines too is um, it's not so much about an experience as it is just an understanding that there's something beyond myself that I can't put words to um, that's essentially mystical. Like it's, it's just this, this thing, this force, this energy, this spark, this whatever you want to call it, that um, the ground of being, you know, what Paul Tillich calls it, like that's, that for me, especially in the past year, has sort of been where I keep finding myself coming back to is that there's just this thing that sort of undergirds my entire existence. And this is the place where Becky's phone first died. Um, it died and she plugged it in and, and, and started the live stream back up again. I uh, just want to take a quick moment just to remind you that if you'd like to support us 
on our GoFundMe uh, to get us uh, a new uh, computer. That would be amazing. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Pastors Podcast and Facebook.com slash Pastors Podcast. And the link to the GoFundMe is is uh, pinned to the top of both of those pages. So uh, huge thanks to Becky Seville for recording this. Uh, so what you missed was uh, Matt giving his answer and then um, basically finishing what he had said. And then the setup to uh, my answer, which was um, that... Uh, for me, whenever we started in this season, what, what, what changed my perspective on kind of where I'm at was, um, the very same day that my daughter was born, um, the church plant that we had started had actually, um, it had met for the last time. So on the very day that my daughter was born, the, the church uh, had had more or less died. And so um, for me, that started a whole um, new time in my life where um, being present was super important. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's kind of where um, we're going to lead into uh, the rest of my answer. Thanks. And so for me, it's been kind of cutting things out that that separate separate that from our, it's all the things that separate me from God, all those noises and, and trying to cut back on some of those things. And so that moving out to the country, um, being closer to the creation and, you know, and the coyotes, and the coyotes. <laughs> um, for me, it, it's been a year and a half of just of change um, and, and trying to find a way to be more present in the moment. Uh, Rob Bell uh, has come here with that book. It's it's fucking awesome. Yep. So, you quit your job because of that book. It, it's definitely played a huge part into it. I mean, there are a lot of other things, but like, it was just a natural progression I was taking. Yeah. So, yeah. Anybody else got another question? Adam. The first turn. Chief. The chief turn. <laughs> Chief Turd. <laughs> uh, Adam, whosoever, job talking choir boy. Um, <laughs> Two-part question. All right. Firstly, um, can you explain spiral dynamics? Like, not in a... a <laughs> <laughs> like, like, no, y'all understand. I come from the South. We have a hard time with words. And I'm just hoping you can use small ones. Explain it like you would to um, Reese Roper. Uh, you know, uh, just something straightforward, small, that I can I can put in my pocket and carry out. Oh, man. And the second part is... What the hell y'all going to have Reese Roper on your podcast? Thank you. <laughs> uh, that one's probably never. Reese, so, anytime, man. Uh, gosh. Matt and Brad won't be there, but I'll be there. So, <laughs> so, we can talk Jesus of Nazareth. We can talk. This is the, this is the, uh, our the last, last interview with Mike Morell. Anybody listen to that? This last <laughs> episode. He mentioned, uh, what's the guy that wrote um, Understanding Bible think, Through Spiral. I'm going to shoot this up, but I think it's Dave King. That's not. Anyway, we're gonna try to one last to really go extensive. How, how do you explain spiral dynamics in the layman's terms? Okay, so I, I would I would, I would ex- explain spiral dynamics as um, it's 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 links on a roller coaster, and everybody is on a different link. Everybody's in a different car. Everyone is closer to the the end of the roller coaster. Uh, each person it can consecutively is closer to the end. Does that make sense? So we as a civilization are growing. Um, you know what? I, I'll use the Bible a little bit to describe it. So, um, in the Old Testament, um, slavery was was okay. 
I mean, it was it was that. But some of the scripture in the Old Testament was um, how to treat slaves um, like humans. Like humans. Yeah. Um, and, and so it laid that that groundwork. So for at the for the for now, it, it, us looking at it, it seems super barbaric. But back then, it was super progressive because they thought slaves were less than human. Fast forward to the New Testament. And the New Testament is, you know, it's even more rules and regulations of the fair treatment of people who are slaves. Um, for us, it's barbaric, but for them, it was even more progressive than the Old Testament. It was, you know, turn the other cheek. Um, it was, you know, after seven years, you was giving you rights to slaves. Giving too. rights to people. Yeah. And then fast forward to now, we as, as a society um, know that slavery is wrong. Does it still exist? Yes, it still exists. But we, we know it's wrong. And so what I would say is those are basically um, what, what they call memes on that roller coaster. Um, so so we're, 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 as a society, we're getting uh, closer and closer to, to a better understanding of how uh, the world works and how it got works. Does any of your artists on the podcast talk about clicks, like clicks on a, like a I guess a line roller coaster? I guess it would be kind of like the roller coaster. But basically, how many of you believe the same things you did five years ago? Probably not many. Some okay, few one. Um, so what what that means is that through I, I think I'd say most people in this room have deconstructed are deconstructing their faith or belief system, whatever you want to call it, um, what you're actually doing is you're moving up a level on the spiral dynamics sort of, it, the memes, yeah. what you talked about. You're moving a click forward, several clicks forward. Um, this is why it's so hard to deal with something like a guy like Trump getting elected because it seems like it's about 44 clicks back. Yeah. And for a lot of us. And so we look at that and we go, but like, holy crap, how could you possibly believe that this could be true, or how could you possibly believe that like people don't deserve health care, or how could you possibly believe that we should ban all Muslims from the country? Like, how could they, we look at that, it's because your clicks this direction, it's not necessarily like you're better than this person, it's you're further along on spiral dynamics than they are, you're indifferent, there's actually colors on the actual spiral dynamics, yeah. you're different color than they are. Um, and so the trick then is how do you lovingly speak to a different color on the spiral dynamics yeah. graph. I mean, that's the thing that's really, we suck at it. Yeah, we're, we're pretty terrible at we're it. We're pretty terrible at it. I, um, I was listening to a podcast with Shane Hips, who was the pastor at Mars Hill, um, with Rob Bell and then after Rob Bell, and he was talking on this podcast about spiral dynamics, and he said that, that Rob had a really great ability to, whenever he was teaching at Mars Hill, to um, say one thing, say one story, and three different people would come up to him, and one would say, "Man, I really liked what you said about the, the Ethiopian eunuch," um, and, and, and it really, really spoke to me. And then the next person would say, um, "I really like what you said about the Ethiopian eunuch. Um, do you think this has anything to do with like how we treat homosexual, like home, people with homosexuality? Do you think that 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 has has an effect?" Uh, and then the third person was like, "Man, you fucking laid into those people talking about homosexuality." <laughs> Like, and he has the ability to, to to speak, and you can hear it, what you need to hear wherever you're at. And I would like that ability, but I mean, fuck that shit. <laughs> That's my so, so we just do this. Well, it's like yes. we get, you know, we get a couple of reviews that are like, 
these guys are heretics, and I can't believe anybody listens to them. Then other people are like, this really speaks to me. That's amazing. Well, there's 77 other reviews that say, no, I mean, that's, that's what you're seeing. You're seeing yeah. spiral dynamics at work. Mm-hmm. You're seeing yeah. that, that people are just on different levels. And the, the problem and what we suck at so badly is, you know, it's most of us at this level are saying, fuck you. And the other level is going, no, fuck you. Yeah. And then it's like, it's just a bunch of people yelling at each other, and that's kind of where we're at as a country. And the, the key is going to be for us all to go, okay, so how can I speak to that level in a way that they can hear and not immediately react violently or angrily or whatever? <laughs> I, I would, I mean, personally speaking, I, in all honesty, I'd rather just avoid those conversations. Yeah, I, I think this podcast, in a lot of ways, was, was built to avoid those heat people. I mean, we have an explicit warning. Um, Why we, do we have an explicit Because <laughs> we can say fucking shit like this. Um, we have explicit warning. We start podcasts by drinking. We talk about what we're drinking. Uh, and that's all to, to um, and that's probably out of our own insecurity of like, we're trying to, to weed out the suckers. We know, we know people will listen to 15 seconds of this and be like, all right, I'm out. This isn't my thing. And they'll write a one-star review. Hi, mom. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, um, so yeah. I mean, ideally, if, I think actually when we first started, we didn't curse as much, but we did drink. Uh, Lucas, Thanks, Lucas. Lucas <laughs> is uh, the reason we cussed. He broke our he curse did. word virginity. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. Does that answer your question at all? Like, no, that, that helps quite a lot. Okay. Very good. Any other questions? Any other questions? Yes. Okay. Say your name. This is Amaya. Just state your name to the record, please. What's your social security number? <laughs> <I know. laughs> so what, okay, so this is episode 50. Yeah. A live audience. Yeah. What was your original hope <laughs> and goal? Like, while this dream when you started episode, like, episode one, what were you, like, shooting for? We started this for entirely selfish reasons. If, if yeah. yeah, it was really, it was about us. Like, we were like... God, we need like I need an outlet. Like I was still reading stuff, and I'm like I have nowhere to use any of this shit. Like it was. Yeah. Oh, I just read a new Rob Bell book. I could talk to we, him about. We talked when Brad. we recorded the, Brad about it. We recorded the first episode, and we were like, we're probably not going to release it. We're just going to do it as a just to see. Just to try it out. We did it. Was like, well, that felt alright. It's like yeah, just that doesn't sound like total crap. We honestly, the first episode we went if 20 people download this we'll be pretty happy yeah and it was like, literally our friends like we, did, we just wanted more people than actually showed up to our church to actually listen to this podcast <laughs> so that was, that was so goal number one what what's happening right now the fact that some of you drove so far to be here this is more people we than we had at never our never dream, this was not on the radar screen no, at all at all at all so if you had rob bell pete rollins like none of that was on. So we download like we do we do two episodes and then release both of them simultaneously. Yeah. And like we're watching the downloads, it's like there's like fifty downloads. Like what the fuck is listening? Who's doing this? this? <laughs> I don't know. So we're looking people. at the map of like California. California. Well, they're they're like, the hell is got on board? Like Brazil? I don't know anybody in Brazil. Japan. Yeah. I think I knew somebody in Japan. I knew somebody in Japan. That was it. But like it just. Because like, we're just in over sixty countries, every state has listened to us at some it's point. It's weird. So we had we. Honestly, it was like we we started to as an outlet for us, but then we were kind of like, you know, maybe it'll help somebody. I honestly, I honestly thought it was possible um, for us to get to where we're at now, but not where we're at now. Like I thought it would be like five, ten years 
so now we would be able to like have more than our friends and family listen. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I, I, I designed it to, so more people would, would be able to access it. Into I think it, it was even just today or yesterday, I called Matt and I'm like, people are driving 12 hours for this shit? Like, I, it's, I don't, one person did. One person did. <laughs> Another person drove nine and a half. No, like, so. it, it's so weird because and we couldn't Chris get, and drove for, for I technically drove so. 10 hours. We couldn't get, we couldn't really get people to drive five minutes across town for a church. Yeah, no fucking kidding. Seriously. And it's really weird. Like, it's, it's weird. What, what'd you say? Yeah, it's here. And there are people here that went to that church. And, and Jennifer them. was yeah. a minister with us. Hi, Jen Jen. <laughs> Yep. Jennifer was the reason that church kept going, like... Way longer than it should have. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Jen. Thanks, Jen. <laughs> no, it did. It went a year longer because she energized it. We had no idea what we were doing. Um, and we really, like, <laughs> we didn't really, like, we never had a plan. Like, it was just like we, we still know. Yeah. We, we still are figuring it out. And it's funny how it shifted from, like, we did this for selfish reasons. Maybe some people listen to it, whatever. It might help some people, too. Well, I think our listeners would like this. I think I think people would benefit from this. Yeah. Like it's, we've totally changed our focus from like how can we help people who are actually listening to this and who now we're trying to figure out how we talk to people to navigate the Trump administration for the next four years. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I mean, that's kind of been our conversations. So that's the direction we're going. We're not sure where. Yeah, we, we thought we don't know. Yet. We're not sure. We made a list of people like we would like to talk to, and I remember like the very first like. And now we've had like everybody but Richard Roar on that list. We're like, well, shit. Now I don't know what to do. Where do you go? From <laughs> we there? still have a lot of people on the list. We but do. But Roper. Reese, Reese Roper just moved to number three. <laughs> We, yeah, correspondent. <laughs> we, to speaking of how to navigate the Trump years, political correspondent Brandon Anders will be talking about the... <laughs> um, all right, any other questions? Becky's got another one. There's a two question. I don't, I don't have a question, but I have a comment on that last one. Yeah. So, being the one who drove 12 hours here, I wouldn't drive 12 hours for Rob Bell either. Um, I, I I went to Tulsa, which is like two hours. Um, but I drove 12 hours because you all are family. You yeah. You all are family. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and so, um, I like I've seen each. Each of you three on uh, Google Hangouts because we did the podcast interview, but I like I want to meet you in person yeah, and like yeah. I want to like see my family in person. Right. Now so you're that's why. disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just a time. Yeah, I've had a pretty awesome day today. Yeah. So um, no, the so, yeah. the the pub has become. I mean, I don't. We never. Family, like we never drink. It's yeah. honest to God, the only thing I do on Facebook. Yeah, yeah I just, I just immediately just go to the pub, and everything else can kiss my ass. Well, like, I so like, so like last night, you know, I have two separate knocks on my door, and both of the people I've never met in my life are like, "Hey, how's it going?" <laughs> and we're hugging, like yeah, we've known each other crazy. for years. Like that, just like I, I, I don't have any way to explain no. why that happens. We can't like, wrap our heads around it. No, we really can't. It is. It's kind of like church. It kind of is. Yeah. It's, it's. I think we've talked about it. it's like it's kind of like what we wanted when we started a church, what we intended and failed at. Yeah. And stumbled into this like some bunch of weirdos. Like, it, I mean, we know this isn't. We false. just would have cursed more at church. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't. This isn't false humility. Like we look yeah, at this. That was the problem. We look at this. We would have made more dick jokes in church. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, we needed, we needed Brandon for that. Um, this is why we failed. So, like, this isn't false humility for us to say. We really genuinely mean this. We say, like, we just genuinely feel like this is just three idiots around a microphone. Like, it's just, it, this is, this isn't stage. This is what we do when we get together. We just talk. We, this is our church board meeting. It was. Yeah. Jennifer can adjust that. Yeah. 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 Yes, <laughs> it's just PTSD is what this is. What she's she heard all this shit before. Yeah, she's heard everything. Uh, so, I mean, I guess this is as good as time as any just to thank everybody that's listened, that's here. Yeah. That I, this is just we kept seeing people going, "I'm coming." It's like, really? Like, why? I, 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 I don't know. I mean, it's it's fine. I mean, I I laugh when I re-listen to the episodes, and I I laugh at my own jokes. It's terrible. I, I no one is surprised by that. Um, so, no, we, we started out with not really any expectations whatsoever. It was kind of, let's just vomit this stuff out and see what happens. And this has kind of happened. So, Sweet. thank you for listening. Any other questions? All right. Oh, gosh. I'm so scared oh, no. about what I was about to say. It was Mandy. It was me. That Mandy following me. on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, it's kind of, I don't like to talk in front of people. So. I know you don't. Um, some of us have kids. All of you have kids. Some people in the audience here have kids. My question is, in the current state that we're in... Indiana? No, I mean... Rimshot. Littlebuzz. In the world. Yes. What can we talk to our kids about moving forward? With the current administration in our country. Yeah, go ahead and just say Trump. Um, no, I mean, it's not just him. It's, yeah, there's a lot going on. Right. We had women's marches all over today, which were awesome. Yeah. Um, and I'm raising three boys. Alone, so am I. Oh, not alone. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, she is. I mean, yes, but, you know, they have a dad, but... Um, their birth father. <laughs> their biological father. <laughs> At Brad Polly. Polly named Brad. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm just, I look at them and I think, what can we do for the future of our kids? Or people that don't have kids yet, but are wanting to have children. Um, what kind of advice do you have? Uh, for moving forward because our kids came home from school yesterday and I didn't turn on the inauguration at all. Yeah. Uh, and they came home and they said it was on all day long at school, on every TV in the building. And Most so of then, their friends at school are cheering it. And... Well, not necessarily. And they weren't scared and they weren't weirded out by it, but they hear us talk at home and they know that things are different and things are changing and the future's changing always. But um, what can we do to help them become decent humans, I guess, as they grow? I'll say, I'll say this. I, the night after the election, um, or the day after the election, I talked to Elijah, my oldest, who's only 14 in a week, because um, he, he's aware of things. I mean, he's 14, so he's aware of really some things other than Lenny. He's aware of things other than Xbox most of the time, um, and his girlfriend. But he, I, I told him, I said, look, I said, here's the thing. Um, 
that didn't turn out like we thought it was going to, obviously. Um, but nothing really changes for us. What we do is we continue to love people and we continue to stand up for people in your class who are pushed aside and stand up for people who don't have friends and be their friend. And um, we don't need to give in to fear. That's what I told him. I said, there's just no, you don't need to give in to fear. I said, um, again, it's the all shall be well thing. Like, you just, you can't. I, I think that's what I'm trying to instill. Like, my, my seven-year-old June doesn't care as long as with Mario. He's fine. Um, Trump's going to take away my Mario. <laughs> 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 like, Fuck that guy. My he's like, bullshit. <laughs> It's only a matter of time before he says that, so uh, I've, met, I've met his father. Like father, like son. Yeah, I know, I've met his father. Um, so, but with, but with my oldest especially, like I, with my oldest especially, he's old enough to be aware of things, and he has a very big heart anyway, and is already trying to live. I said, just, just keep living the way of Jesus. Like, I know that sounds like a churchy answer, but like, that's all you can do. Like, and, and that's all I can really tell him is just, you go to school, and you stand up for people who are bullied, you stand up for people who are marginalized, who are pushed inside. Um, and if you do that, we'll be fine. Yeah, I, I think it's also yeah, just yes. trying to raise your kids just to be kind. Yeah. 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 Like you would think it just really shouldn't be that hard. But holy crap, apparently it's really hard for people to be kind to one another. I mean, I see it in Starbucks every day. It's always some asshole. You know what I mean? Like always. Like it's just, it's, it's crazy. Just teaching, people to, just teaching people to be Can I kind. Your manager. Yeah, like, just be kind. I had a um, really good conversation. I, it was the, also the day after the election. Our kids were scared because they had heard us talk like, "Hey, we're talking the apocalypse. If Trump gets elected, he'll never get elected." And then Trump got elected, and they woke up the next day and they were like, "He won," and I said, "It's going to be okay." First of all, I want them to know it's going to be fine. It might be hard, but we'll make it, okay? Outside of mashing that new button, we'll be fine. Um, but like, <laughs> it's okay, the nuke will vaporize you instantly. You'll just be a shadow, shadow. It's, you'll turn to powder, it'll be fine. Um, but I, I had a, a conversation actually the other day. I get to take them to school one day a week. I have Wednesdays off. And I was taking them to school and still two-thirds of the way through the school year, people can't figure out how to drop their kids off at the door, so the line takes forever. <laughs> it really shouldn't be that difficult, but it apparently is. So He's not an angry guy. I had a good, <laughs> after I was like, like no. I was I actually was able to talk to them um, about kindness, about Jesus, about treating people. And it was really nice to be able to talk about Jesus in a non-religious context. I know that sounds really weird, but I've been a pastor forever. And it's always felt like I had to talk about him in like a, it's hard to even explain, a churchy religious context. And I was able just to go, no, you treat people with kindness. That's what Jesus does. Because my son, my oldest son, gets bullied uh, some at school. Uh, and he, he talks about it a lot. And I said, what you do is you don't retaliate. And I know that's hard, but what you do is you just respond with kindness. Because I said, understand, we had a good talk about it. I said, son, like, bullies bully people so that they don't get bullied. It comes from a deep place of insecurity. It comes from they're afraid that if they don't lash out, somebody's going to focus on them. And so it's a preemptive strike, basically. And I can say that because I was a complete asshole in school and I bullied people. 
Why did I do that? Same. Because I weighed. I mean, he's still a because I was only today a ninety-five pound freshman, and it was kill or be killed. And so I was like, well, I'll just pick on people as a preemptive strike. So I know that life. I know that. And I told him that I said I was not nice, and I can tell you that's not the way to do it. I said. Even though you're getting bullied, you will be able, if you respond with kindness, you will be a better adult for it. And I said, may not see, and so we had a really good conversation about kindness, about just responding with kindness even when people aren't kind to you. And I, I, I think for me, it's just don't, don't raise your kids to be, just don't be an asshole. Like that seems like a low bar, but my God, look around this country, that seems to be a pretty high bar these days. Doesn't seem to be a lot of people that are interested in not being an asshole. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just raise them to be kind. Yeah. My kids are, are both too young to really comprehend who the president is anyway. Um, but I think what's most important, at least uh, from my perspective of where they're at, is just trying to teach them uh, how to deal with their emotions, um, how to be good and kind to other people, um, and to really... Um, celebrate that behavior and reinforce that um, and kind of talk through the bad things and kind of tell them why you don't want to punch your sister. <laughs> and, and Digger goes, but I really do. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but she, she uh, uh, was sitting where I wanted to sit. Oh, well, in that case. Oh, well, yeah, beat the crap out of Oh, yeah, I mean, she had it coming. Absolutely. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, you're the guy, <laughs> so you beat women. That's what you did. Yeah. That's just how Michael's raising his kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah any uh, other questions? Uh, we cousin, wanna, cousin if anybody has any questions, we need to make sure. Cousin has one, and people drove. Oh, all right. I love you. Hi. Hi. Woo! Yay! Congratulations. I, I got them married. I haven't yet. Yes. 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 Thank you. You've got to be at work at what time? Uh, we'll, we'll be there till like noon. I'm off, so go ahead. <laughs> You're good. Call Michael. <laughs> See you guys. Bye, guys. See you guys. Question. Yes. Cousin Andrea. Um, so you've touched on how this podcast has evolved and changed faster than you thought it would. How has this podcast and this community changed you? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm still a dick. So. Yep. <laughs> and that comes from I have seen specifically these two since I've known you my whole life. I have seen you two change. Mm -hmm. Like it's been visible. So, but I don't know where that comes from. So how is it? Changing? Is this regarding when I used to beat the crap out of you as a kid because I hated you? Yes. Let's, go on, <laughs> let's just put this on the record. Brad was the dick to Andrea, not Matt. I was. Okay. Yeah. She stole my thunder and I hated her for it. Okay. So she was the baby. She was. So. It, it actually has uh, for me, and I think, I was thinking about that just yesterday when I was trying to wrestle and figure out what I'm going to do. It's actually, I feel a little bit of a sense of responsibility to walk the talk. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's why I was like, I got to contact somebody. I can't just talk about making the world a better place. I need to actually do it. And so that's why I contacted the lady in our community about getting involved. To do that very thing it's actually it's kind of I, I feel like a pastor again God help us all yeah I do yeah I know I don't you know for better or worse I, I do I, I sort of feel that and what I mean by that there's a weight and a responsibility to that um, 
Pastor, however. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I do. I feel... When it first started, I was just like, you just sort of throw this shit out there into the ether and let it. But then people started going... Scream hey, into the abyss. You do. You yeah. scream into the abyss like Zach Braff. And... Um, <laughs> You, so, like, for me, it has, when we first started, it was just a, we'll just throw this out there, and then people started going, that's really helpful, and I thought, whoa, shit. <laughs> whoops, whoops. <laughs> I thought this was just, a, and it's kind of turned into a another pastor role. I don't mean that in a bad way, like, in a good, it's what we, it's what I was called to do. Yeah. Um, I wasn't, I mean, I enjoy fixing espresso machines, but that's not what I was called to do. I do try to sort of turn that into some sort of ministry, whatever that means. I evangelize to the machines. Um, <laughs> Holy espresso? Espresso yourself. I'm going to make you for a jewelry line made of coffee. It's called uh, Espresso Eyes. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll say for me that you know, we, we started out like just kind of like, eh, whatever, we'll just do this and it's fine. We we really take this seriously now. Like it's kind of a big well, deal. Okay, well. Well, somebody went drinking before the show. They take it seriously. I just kind of show. We do. We do take. Here's what we do. We take it seriously. We, you guys have expressed that this is helpful. So yeah. many of you, which is still, once again, not false humility. We're like, we help. What? what? <laughs> Like it doesn't, it really seriously just feels like three guys telling dick jokes to us. Yeah. It kind of is. And it kind yeah. of is, but somehow that is like, latched, people have latched onto that. And so it's like, we do take it seriously. Yeah, God, it. get it out. Yeah, got to be a better way to say that. Thank you. So, but we, we really do, we really do take it. We don't take it lightly that this means something to people. Yeah, when I, when I read uh, How to Be Here by Rob Bell, like, he talks about those ikigawa, is that the word, Japanese word he uses? It's, it's basically the, yeah, the thing it's... that gets you out of bed in the morning. And that book came out around the time we started this podcast and sort of started to sort of gain some steam. And I was like, well, holy shit, that's my thing. Like, that's, that, this is like, like, I, I fix espresso machines, and that's fine. That doesn't get me out of bed in the morning. That generally tries to keep me in bed in the morning. Um, this gets me out of bed in the morning. Like, it gets me through my day. No, like, especially on Wednesdays or kind of, you know, I'm like, oh, we could do the podcast tonight. Like, I, I always look forward to it. Nearly always look forward to it. <laughs> well, part of that is I think that's us doing what we were called to do. It is. And it's, yeah. it's, what, it's what I was, when I was 17, I had this sort of halfway mystical experience. And I... I didn't. I went to school to be a radio DJ. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I dedicated my life to doing to doing some kind of ministry, and and it ends up being this after you know however many years it's been since that happened. Um, it ends up being this thing. It all led. I feel like it all led to this thing, and and I, along with what Brad said, like I feel the 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 weight of having to sort of live. You know, it's the reason we, we shit can firing people in the sun. It's like man, yeah. We just we can't be cynical. Like and so many people are like, God, that was awesome. You need to bring that back. And it's like, yeah, I'll see you say that. Yeah, but I would love to bring it back. However, yeah, it, it was it was it started to feel really dirty. gross. Yeah, like, 
it, it just felt like we we're just adding to the negativity in the world, like me flipping off truckers on the highway. Like, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that guy. Like, except you are that guy. I accept that guy. I'm working on it. Um, despite what you guys think, I ain't working on it. No, fuck both of you. Right? Seriously. Um, you know, I, I, I just, I don't want to be, we don't want to be the people to just continue to spread, there's just too much of that. We talked about that with you yesterday on the phone, I said, okay, so Trump's president, that sucks, but how, I said, we've got to figure out a way on the podcast to now shift to, how do we give people hope in the next four years, because I don't want to just be another negative voice, because there's enough of it, Yeah, I mean, just, oh God, like, Yesterday just felt heavy, and I think it felt heavy for a lot of people, and it felt really heavy for me. Rage Against the Machine helped. <laughs> but I thought we've got to find a way. We've got to be, we cannot just add to that noise. Okay, nobody likes it, fine. But that not liking it doesn't really help. You know what I mean? Like, and protests are great, and the women's marches, they were great, but we have to also figure out, okay, now what else do we, what do we do? I, I think one of the things that's changed for all three of us is we're more self-aware of, yeah, where, we, of where yeah. we are in, yeah. on any given day. I feel, it's once again, it's, I feel a responsibility to actually not be full of shit. Yeah. I guess it'd be the, yeah. My answer would be a combination of what you guys said. Just that I feel like this is, like, I talked to you in the starting of church. Talking and starting a podcast. Yeah, that was your fault. I know. So. <laughs> Damn you, man. It was Jen's fault for keeping it. As long <laughs> Thanks, <as well>. Jen. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, it's all, I mean, I feel like we're, I don't even remember what the question was. What was the question? That will be changed. How have changed. changed? I haven't at all. <laughs> no, I, I, you're, I, you're more present. I mean, you've talked yeah, about that. Yeah, for sure. I definitely feel more present, but I don't know that that's necessarily, it maybe it is a podcast. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a like everything. So, definitely a journey. Corn Goblin. Oh, you man, want to I feel just, bad. Did somebody bring him the microphone? God, I feel terrible. We gotta make it work. Gotta make it work for it. No, you shouldn't feel terrible. You recognize the handicap. They gave me books. Everybody else jumped in front of me, including <laughs> <laughs> my wife. And that's one of my questions. Um, so I was, gonna, I was gonna say I actually don't talk in front of people very well either, but. Um, for one thing, I, I think power of uh, Julian Norwich's words are, are very strong. For one thing, she came from, uh, she's an anonymous, that's not actually her, even her real name, as you probably right. know. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about a, a, a person, a nun on her deathbed, probably no family, and yet someone thought to give her a voice, and she still speaks through the generations today. Yeah. Um, also, with your, uh, with your son, there's no guarantee he'll be vaporized. Uh, <laughs> because he might be one of John Connor's, uh, you know, super commanders in the Robot Rebellion later. <laughs> Atomic correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, and uh, I was, are you gonna ask me how to pronounce Amanda? <laughs> I don't need to. <laughs> you just did it. Awesome. And uh, but did you know the uh, Hoosier uh, Spartan score? Yeah, we won. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler, your question? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, actually, we're, we're gonna, gonna go party at this. Was the uh, I was gonna actually ask you a simple question, which is the uh, what's your uh, holy trinity of alcohol? Ooh, oh, holy oh, crap! Mm, boy, how much time do you have? 
<laughs> okay, so do you mean Holy Trinity as like different kinds of alcohol or like top three? Top three of any kind. Top three of any kind. Ooh boy, gosh. I mean, you can make the Holy Spirit with like a spirit that you can. Okay, well, I can do that. Oh boy. I've got a. While you're thinking, I'm gonna go. Uh, it's definitely whiskey. For for spirits, vodka's a spirit, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the Holy Spirit. Alcohol corresponding, Michael Bates. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna go. Well, I just wanted to make sure that I answered the question properly. So uh, I would have to say uh, Cardinal Spirits vodka, like yeah. the closest I've ever like come to finishing a. a whole the distillery's about five minutes from here. If you want to go buy a bottle, of it's that. wonderful. Um, and then I would have to say. Man, it used to be Upland Wheat. I'm still gonna put it in there because it was my my entry, like, beer that I, I used to drink all the time. Um, but now it's kind of boring. Upland Wheat uh, with a little bit of orange. You, 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 you've, you've gone up in spiral dynamics. Yes. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's ascended the spiral dynamics. Um, I don't know what my third one would be. Southern Comfort. <laughs> drink a lot of summer yeah. Michael loves getting white girl wasted. No, I, I, I don't actually drink the rum chata that much. Um, it's more of the okay, at this point. Long Island iced tea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get into that. You one should have gone, should have gone to Irish Line. That's where he got shit housed on one of a Long Island iced tea. I drove home. Yeah. I was fine. Yeah, Scott was there. Uh, I, oh man, for me, uh, whiskey is my favorite. Uh, whiskey and beer are my two favorite kinds of alcohol. Uh, I would say the best scotch I have and have had is Lagavulin in 16 year. Yeah, it's a smoky monster. It's good stuff. Um, beer. God, what's the, I, who knows? I've had hundreds. Hams. Hams is really good. Yeah. Uh, King Cobra. King Cobra is really good. Uh, Colt 45. I can't. That's the, the devil trinity right there. I, I hate malt liquor. I hate malt liquor. Um, I like. Uh, see you I like uh, hazelnut brown ne nectar from Rogue. It's one of my favorite beers. Uh, I like Dragon's Milk from New Holland. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about getting white girl wasted on that stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's, so, and I think the best uh, bourbon I have, actually, I have right now is Elijah Craig Small Batch. You want to get your hands on that. It's really not too expensive either, so it's tasty. Go ahead. Um, I think scotch for me is probably my number one. Um, and I'm not sure I can pick a scotch that I, that I prefer over. I mean, it's probably Islay's, the smokier ones, the peatier ones. I generally prefer those. Um, that Lafroque ten Lafroque ten year mm -hmm. I have is freaking amazing. It was only like thirty bucks, so it's it's real good for thirty bucks. Um, man, I, I really like. I do a lot of use a lot of gin for stuff too. Um, yeah. Like gin and tonics are kind of one of my go tos for the summer summer drinks. That was my second choice for spirits. Yeah, um, it is a spirit. Good job. Buddy. And then you know, beer wise, I'm not sure I can pick a favorite beer. I mean, Dragon's Boat would have to be the top of the list, and uh, the founders all day the session all day, day, day all the IPA they, they make we drink it all day literally drink it all day long yeah, yeah it's just really good um, yeah I mean I just basically just beer I mean I I just I always try to find stuff that's unique and that's there's this new stuff good. called Budweiser 
Texas or Mississippi? <laughs> this time from Mississippi. Look, man, I'm a rambling man. Hell, we can't say still. But no, it was it was a move. And when you move from like the dirty south into like the coldest butthole of the north you've ever been in, the, the backyard temperature when I moved there was negative 12 degrees. Oh, After having left 60 degree weather, I sat. With an electric blanket on my bed, shivered and cried and wondered what the hell had I done to myself. <laughs> but I've gotten used to it. I'm tough, man. It's not, it's not I was born in Mississippi, raised in Texas, moved back to Mississippi because that's where my family's from. But no, I, I just really think that, you know, that that meant the world to me. Uh, friends like Billy, um, you know. Um, yeah, Billy's everybody's friend, let's just be honest. Well, you know, he, takes, he takes cash, it works. Yeah. You know, it's insane. <laughs> Well, you know, it was really interesting. He got me out of the box. I had been attending a, an Assemblies of God church for a while and grew up extremely evangelical, uh, very charismatic background. And to be able to say that I have spiritual brothers and sisters who are atheists sure. who find God in this community. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah. I hope you guys make it to 155,000 episodes. That's, uh, yeah. I will say that's, that's credit to Michael. Um, I don't think the pub was his idea. Yeah. This Brett had done nothing. Well, it was like I, he mentioned it, and it was like, who the hell's gonna pay to listen to this? What are you talking about? And then people started paying. It's like, well, it's like, wait, what? All right. And it ha it's morphed into something that we got we, the soundboard. It was awesome. Yeah, I think we just meant all we meant for it to be was just a safe place where people could go. This is bullshit, and I need help. Or I just a sounding board so people could just be like. I'm frustrated with this, and then it turned into like people helping people. Yeah. I can't even keep up with it. I'll work yeah. like if I work a 10 hour day, there's like 14, 15 posts. I'm like, I, well, I, I mean, I can't so, stop. Somebody everything. will get to it. That's the thing though, yeah, we, like, we don't we do get a lot of it. it. It's like, I, I think I felt a yeah, a lot of rape posts. Yeah, a lot of rape posts. There's a lot of rape posts. I, I do. I, I think at the beginning of it, I felt like a burden that I needed to say something on everyone, and now people just take care of each other. And I'm like, go ahead. I'm just, I, don't I feel, just read it, and then I'm like, all right, I agree with that. So everybody else is taking care of it. It's like people pastoring other people. It's like, it's kind of a beautiful thing. So for sure. Me. So all right, should we uh, should we wrap this yeah. up? Yeah. Hashtag time. No, 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 it's not. Oh wait, we have a. Wait, 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 wait. No. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, he's wait. got hashtags. No. Wait for it. Wait for it. Okay. This is a new song. This is a new oh feedback God. song. 
Right. This is not me. I didn't make no, this. Okay. This is Andy. Oh, so, okay. Andy made it. Okay, I all feel right. all right. Here we go. This is the best podcast I can ever remember. Always remember the sound of the stereo, the dim of the soft lights, and the scent of your beards. That <laughs> <laughs> you twirl in your fingers. And the time on the clock, we realized it was so late, and this walk that we shared together, and the street was wet, and the gate was locked, and you kissed me, but not really. Like you, like you meant it. <laughs> Have you done one online yet? No! Okay, you need to do that online. <laughs> Holy crap. Did you see those dashboard confessionals? Yeah. See, I missed the emo thing. It was like after oh, me. Yeah. I did. I dashboard just, confessionals awesome. Yeah, I, I was like three or four years older than the emo thing. Like it just didn't land. The millennial here was yeah. big into it though. Yeah. Hell's yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so really I guess some uh, Twitter feedback. Um, Stephen Bain, at Stephen the Bain, said, just started listening, already finished episode 11, hashtag Michael's oil mouth, hashtag out of this world, hashtag alien Jesus. We got Gary Manning said, heartbreaking, happened to me, at, this is about Joshua Casey's uh, story, happened to me at 25, found the hashtag Episcopal Church at 31, happily a priest since 2002. Nice. Hashtag questions encouraged here. Um... We got a lot of feedback on that episode, so yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks, Josh. Josh. You ended up on board. Yeah. Thank you for that. That was that was a great episode. Um, Mr. Malkovich. Mr. Malkovich. At Janet Boyer said, "How have not? How have I not heard of you guys? Sound right up my alley. I'm a former Pentecostal pastor." Um, at Cole Heiss, at Cole underscore Heiss said. You guys are not NSFW as hell. LOL, keep it up. <laughs> Hashtag, you should see the football. <laughs> I, I gotta admit, when I listened to the episode, I kind of laughed my ass off when that came up. Um, uh, Seamus? Or is that Seamus? Oh my god! Decidedly not. There's no H. There's no H. Um, Good. He said, at extroverted EIT, said, just discovered at Pastor's Podcast, who the hell even are these guys? (laughs) Just lost it at hashtag Miyagi my ball Riley Doik? Doik? I'm gonna, does that look like a doik to you? <laughs> no, no jokes. It's so easy. Leave it alone. Uh, it's probably dwecky, dumb. Dwek. Riley Dweck. Um, said, oh my goodness, I'm dying on the floor laughing. Hashtag, God. at Mike Morton. 
I was listening to it last week. Like, why did we not go with more ton, more power? I have no idea. Oh god. Because I feel bad because that guy. I know. I know. Um, at Josh Zaldana said, uh, "So, so enjoy your podcast episodes and the beer that I pair it with." Nice. Awesome. We're like a fine wine. <laughs> you can listen to us with fish. Paired well with a nice. Uh, uh, halibut. Yeah. Halibut. Halibut. I can't even see it right. When he's saying the, the face, face, when he's mentioning the face, that was the face. Um, David Ellis at Bad Nova 2010 said, at Real Mike Morell, at Master's Podcast, this episode makes me really want to go to Wild Goose Fest this year. Goose? Goose Fest. It's in Germany. Uh, I know that Eric Riddle in the pub is trying to get some people to go to that. Where is it now? Uh, North Carolina. Is it in North Carolina? It's in July, so you might hit him up if you're interested in that. He's one to... They are they're boycotting North Carolina, I think. Better question, where's Eric Riddle? He's at Wild Goose Fest. He's walking. But anyway, hit, hit him up if you're interested in going to that. He's trying to get some people to go. So. Yeah. Um, Eric who is now uh, just Eric, at Real Eric Kelly, said, listening to hear yourself mentioned with anticipation, only to find out your handle doesn't make sense. Hashtag sweaty and flaccid. <laughs> um, and he said, not just does your handle not make sense, but your post was ruined by autocorrect. Hashtag you may not like what you hear. And then finally, um, all my conservative friends know my dirty podcast secret. <laughs> so, and he just joined the pub. Nice. So, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Eric. Real Eric Kelly. Um, Huff the Magic Dragon said, just uh, connected my previous pre terrorist life and my progressive life on At Pastor's Podcast. There's some spiral dynamics for you. <laughs> it's predators, right, not pre terrorist. I don't know. In this. Um, J. Marie Walker wrote, In Bed. Thank you, Pastor's Podcast, for my new favorite game. Well, definitely a must-play at the next like to to her I feel like we just unleashed Janet in another fashion. That was really bad. She also thought the buzzing in her sound was a from our last podcast was a bug in her car. Adam wrote, Today, um, I am listening uh, to episode 49 on the way to the live podcast. Michael is a prophet. <laughs> no, no, no. He is absolutely he is not. not. And Ray at Galactic Wanderlust said, leaning on the everlasting arms in bed. <laughs> um, well done. Uh, Rustin said, if we haven't identified them, how do we know? How do we know they are? Because the Bible tells me so. Hashtag they were on the ark. I'm not sure what that's in reference to. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know. Rusty. I generally forget our podcast three minutes after. Uh, I listen me to them, too. So, yeah. uh, at Chris Stoker or Holy at Chris crap. underscore Stoker. Cannot read all of them. We're going to read all this. There's a lot of people that need to hear this. Um, at Pastors Podcast, I gotta stop listening to y'all on my community. Hashtag Miyagi my ballsack. Hashtags gonna cause a wreck. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of our better hashtags. And this one, uh, Huff hit me up and said that she really wanted us to read this because it was her favorite soundbite from Inglorious Bastards because she recently listened to every single one of them. Um, and she said, uh, this is from Daniel Storrs, says, 
If only you knew what happened to a gay man inside every time the word pussy is used. <laughs> I forgot about that. But there's hardly anything left of me. <laughs> I forgot. And she did just finish her, her catching up and she sent us the hashtag McButt Smuggling. Um, Dude, seriously. You are okay. It's okay. We've got. I've only been here nine hours. Okay. Uh, the Corn Goblin, hey. talking about his, his tweet, he said, Josh Casey expressed my life motto, whiskey is my spiritual experience. Hashtag yeah. Doug the space expert. Hashtag I don't have a problem. Hashtag I'm on drugs. <laughs> Are you still on drugs, bro? He's feeling, looking like he's feeling pretty good. Right? <laughs> and then Not Your Pastors podcast said, if I weren't seeing Mike McGarg uh, tomorrow, I'd be traveling down to Bloomington. I hope your live event goes well. Oh, man, so, those guys are great. It was a shit show, so. <laughs> so, Sorry, so exactly what you would expect yeah. to do. Uh, and then at Brian O'Dean said, my first purchase of the new presidency is access to the At Pastors podcast pub. The investment will be huge for me. Bigly excitement. <laughs> Bigly excitement. <laughs> yeah, he just joined today, so yeah. welcome, Brian. He yeah. and Instagram have four mutual friends. That is really? weird. Yeah. God, it's weird. <laughs> Holy crap, that's strange. He's gonna wonder what we what was just said by the audience, and yeah, he is. have no idea. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we're not going to explain it. They we'll we'll discuss it in the pub. We're really, bad. we're really bad at podcasts. Should have been here. Um, closing time, read us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Check us out on our website, ingloriouspastards.com. Support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash pastardspodcast. I can't read that because I've said it like a million times. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, hashtags, what do we got? All right, hold on. Let's read these first, and then we'll take audience submissions. Hashtag. Half meter dong. Got it. <laughs> Hashtag robust Michael. <laughs> Hashtag root vegetable. <laughs> Didn't look like a root vegetable. Uh, Hashtag sweet sticky mystery. <laughs> Hashtag fill shit everywhere. <laughs> Poor Phil. He's in a nursing home. Man, I feel bad. I shouldn't have said his name. He did once sing with Pavarotti, though. I did find that out. So his life wasn't all shit. It was. Never mind. Yeah, some hot ones. Hashtag coldest butthole of the north. That's from Adam. Literally just said it. That's what I. I don't anything. I I didn't bother. Holy crap. Kevin's here. Okay, yeah, come on up to the mic. You gotta read him. If you got hashtags, come up to the mic. Punch him 15 pound dong. <laughs> Human tripod. Hashtag polished off the dumplings. Hashtag diving board pisser. Hashtag Ronwell Jeremy. <laughs> Make sure you tag at Ron <laughs> Hashtag the Ethiopian eunuch. Yep. Hashtag three idiots and a microphone. Ron <laughs> <laughs> And this one's kind of sweet, but it's for me. Hashtag don't be an asshole. Yes. Yeah. Story of our life. Oh, like, wait, 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 wait,
I get to fucking lie. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, that's where Becky's uh, live stream cut off for uh, the rest of the episode. Uh, we had quite a few more people behind um, in the line, just kind of uh, with with great suggestions of different hashtags that we should use. And and I'm really bummed that uh, we didn't get those uh, in there for everybody because th there were some amazing hashtags. But I wanted to let you know the hashtag we did use was from Jennifer Flynn McCormick. Um, 
her her uh, the 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 hashtag that was chosen was hashtag more dick jokes in church. So hashtag more dick jokes in church. Um, so if you want to let us know that you listen to this podcast in its entirety, and this is our longest podcast we've ever had, um, make sure you hit us up on Twitter at pastors podcast at Polly name, Brad at Polly name, Matt, uh, at MJ Basinger and, uh, use the hashtag hashtag more dick jokes in church. Um, we really thank everyone that came out. Um, really, really super happy that everyone showed up and, uh, it was, it was a good time. Um, and again, one last plug, uh, if you want to help us on, uh, towards getting a better sound system, um, go to Twitter or at pastors podcast and then Facebook, facebook.com slash pastors podcast. It takes you to our uh, GoFundMe site. It's linked at the very top. Um, every every amount will help. We would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, there's all kinds of different rewards and stuff in there. So so be sure to check it out. Um, with that, uh, hope you all have a great week. And we've got some amazing things up around the corner. Um, some some really great special guests. And uh, we're excited to see uh, what's to come. Thanks, guys. Further up, further in.